trying to... F- Look, you're going to have to get this shit together, dog. I don't know well, how to help you, okay? Yeah, I don't want to lefty Lucy. You, you got so to get it together. I want to put it slightly up higher so that if it starts to sag... Okay, but you're going to have to untighten that before you leave if you're going to be doing all that. Have you seen that uh, <laughs> that video? What? There's a really drunk oh, I'm guy. Feeling, I'm feeling giggly. I don't know what to tell you. Sick. Uh, have you seen... <laughs> Where's this drunk guy, and he's they're in London, Britain somewhere. Sure. I almost said London, like it was a country. The country of London. Might as well be, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's this really drunk dude, and it's like this soccer hooligan, and this guy comes up to him with a microphone like this, uh-huh. and he's like, uh, he just puts it in the guy's face, and the guy kind of grabs it, and he's like, let's go, England, come oh, on. Yeah. Oh, and then he just like eats that. it. It makes me, that video that makes video. me laugh <laughs> out loud every time I see it. And my brothers and I have like a group Instagram DM uh-huh, or whatever. Yeah, Anytime yeah. that video comes up on any it. of our timelines, time. it gets sent. We've said it like five times yeah. back and forth now. My That student of mine, Zach, used to say every time he would refer to British people, he would go British people. <laughs> One time I was like, like, what is this? And he was like, well, I mean, <laughs> he literally was like, "Come on!" What, what, <laughs> like, no, I don't. What are you he, doing? I, I, that's what I said. That's what you're talking about. And he was like, you know. He goes, "British people aren't real." <laughs> and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he was like, "We all like, come on. Like, we, we all know, know they're not real. We're in on it, right? <laughs> yeah. that, that whole British conspiracy." Let me, up, let me sync up my audio and my visual to the sound of this Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. There we go. Oh la la. Not a sponsor, but could be. Could be. Very well could be. I wish Balls it would in your be. court, Coca-Cola Zero. Literally. Literally. Uh, that's, oh my God. <laughs> British people. <laughs> I used to have, I used to like playfully joke that uh, Wyoming wasn't real. Oh, sure. The Midwest we, isn't real. Well, that we just needed a 50th state to round out the union and oh, Wyoming sure. doesn't actually exist. Yeah. I'm still sense. not totally convinced. The if you're mid- from Wyoming, <laughs> are you? No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Write you're, in yeah. now and tell us. From Wyoming. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're yeah, cool. Wink. Um your the the girl lunch girlies, one of them DM'd me on Instagram while I was Which one? doing something. I can't remember. Shout out. I, I can't remember. Um That feels like an Erica but, okay. or a Valerie movie. I, I think it was Erica. Okay. I think it was her. Oh, maybe I don't She's know. She's the one that makes faces out loud. You guys would really get Oh, along. I live. Well, she DM'd me on my personal Instagram. Right. And she was like, I just want you to know that I'm obsessed with like the pod and I love you. And I was like, I'm famous. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is how it starts for me. This you is how my comedy it. career begins. Yeah, you're you're in Girl Lunch, which yes. again, shout out to Girl Lunch. Oh, the best. The very best. Okay, I'm gonna have to stop touching this. I think these mic stands are just like well, I know they're just really cheap, and so well also after a while they're oh, they're starting to deteriorate. Well, you've got the And I've two got the legs. carpet, yeah, I know. No, no, no. It's the two legs that are going this way and the one straight yeah. back that way. That needs to be reversed. The one plant leg needs to be facing the direction that the way... I'm mansplaining physics to you, you right now. You are a little bit. It's okay. But the, the one leg needs to go under this. That way, like, this can't drag it forward. Oh. Does that make sense? That actually does make sense. That's what I was messing with last time okay. when I could not get my stuff together. I was rotating the uh-huh. base of the mic stand, and then I didn't have any problems after that. That makes sense. If it becomes a continuing issue, I'll make you change both of them. That'll be your contribution. Okay. I feel like this thing is sinking. I keep feeling like I have to put my face. doesn't look like it. 
closer to it. I mean, you can if you want Let's to. Let's go, England. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't sound oh. bad. Right. It so- actually sounds better than it normally does because it's not just like in my straight on. Schnoz. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, okay, are you ready to get? Are you ready to do a, a podcast episode? Let's get into you, it. Yeah. GD weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you want to? You want to do the intro? No, I'm still nervous. <laughs> You're so stupid. Well, you don't have to do it if you. Don't, I, I won't pressure you. I'm gonna do it at some point, okay. but I'm not gonna tell you when. We're just gonna like kind of start. Have a choice? No, we're good. Well, you always have a choice, Amanda. But I, we're. <laughs> We're gonna <laughs> the eye roll of like is, is feminism yeah is, yeah, yeah. The equality blah, blah, blah. yeah um but <laughs> i'm not a misogynist you know this feminism's <laughs> not a joke <laughs> listener and viewer okay sure it's not wow. what is a joke though come on is how i'm gonna King? surprise you yeah, uh-huh. with when i do the we're just gonna be talking like this and i'm just gonna launch right into it oh my god okay that's gonna be so scary but oh, I think- scary so, so scary. scary. I think I'll be prepared for it, maybe. I'm sure okay, you will. well, I'm gonna do the intro if that's cool with you. Dog, that is totally cool with me. So, hey, right here. You, just, it's you and me, brother. <laughs> there goes the mic and the phone. Oh god. Oh god. Okay. Welcome back to the pyramid, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. My name is Amanda, and I am your host every single freaking week. And I'm Eli, the co-host. <laughs> To, Let's go, team. Let's to, go. We need to work on this before we're actually recording stuff no, about our like. Then it's not as authentic. It's not as much fun. That's true. Maybe I'll. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I like yep, that you're, right. you're <laughs> totally good. fine for me to just kind of vibe it out and oh, yeah. see what happens in yeah. the future. I think it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, I don't have any disclaimers. I don't feel like. No Liza, laundry? probably no laundry. The no. air, maybe Liza, potentially. I don't know. Always Liza. Always, but it is. It's eight o'clock. It's eight p.m. So she's probably gonna just like disappear. <laughs> maybe. And it, well, now that I have an upstairs, she's like she just hides under my bed all the time. Or the witching hour What's might in, just have gotten moved back. Zipper. We will see. Yeah. Who? Who the hell knows? Um. Wow. I forgot how to do a podcast. We do the intro. And yes. I literally, I watched the footage back last week and I was like, have I ever spoken to a group of people ever? Like, I feel so like, <laughs> like disoriented and like disconnected from like truth and reality last I episode. Am... And because I forget to do the intro, I don't ever put, I don't put the theme song in at all at any point. There's no space for a theme song. I'm just like, and it's a mess, but I think it's fine. It's performing well, but I watched it back and I was like, is this, hey, is this my first episode? Like, what am I doing? What's going the funny, on? The funny thing is, I thought last time went super well. It was a, <laughs> I was thinking about it for me. No, I, I'm I, thinking for me, I felt disoriented. Dog, you were great. Oh, th- thank you so much. I first time crying it. live on air. That's live. so not true. And I also have a, a episode that's basically called Amanda Has a Breakdown. <laughs> so that's yeah. not true. It's called well, it's called a conversation about mental health, and I weep. Lose it. I weep, <laughs> y'all, on the internet when I took a year off. Anyway, are you ready to talk about the pyramid of your life? Oh, you bet, dog. Okay, will you do yeah. me a favor, really quick? I'm gonna keep this in. Can you just double check that that's still recording? Yeah. Because I'm a little nervy. Oh. 
Oh, okay, sure. Dear listener, I am ancient. Uh, yes, it is recording. <laughs> okay, great. Don't, okay, that's huh? fair. Okay, sit oh, down, right. enough. All right. You don't have to go goblin mode. Wait, is it going to be out of focus now? Because your goofy little no, face was in the camera? It might be. You look crystal clear. Okay, thank My you. Guy. Thank you. Right. I appreciate that, girl. Okay. Are we ready to talk about the pyramid of life? Yes. Okay. Do you want to go first? Like this thing's staring me in the face. Yeah. Go for it. I would love to. Take a sip of my Coca-Cola. <sighs> Coca-Cola Zero. Not a sponsor, but could be. Um, the bottom of my pyramid is... Okay, so, so I have my full-time job at a food bank. Second Harvest Food Bank. You should give them lots of money. Um, but I also teach part-time still. Uh, I taught for a very long time. Taught high school music. High school band specifically. <laughs> And uh, that has always been great until recently. I've become less involved. It used to be a far Mm -hmm. more involved thing. But the last couple of years, I've kind of drawn back. I only go to like one, maybe two rehearsals a week because that's all I can really manage. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's cool. But as I have drawn away from the program, it has gotten less serious. What's gotten less serious? The band director's attitude towards competitive marching band. Oh, yikes. Has gotten less serious. Okay. And the kid, and then he like wonder, he, so I think it started when like they didn't make finals at uh-huh. uh, one of the competitions. Mm-hmm. They didn't make like the final cut or whatever for those that aren't familiar with marching band. Uh, and then he like was like, oh, the judges, blah, blah, blah. Starting to make excuses sure. that weren't, hey, maybe we just weren't that good. Yeah. And then he has taken it like less and less seriously. He's like, yeah, my goal isn't really to win anymore. I just want to like, because like some kids quit, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I just want to like, my number one goal is like retention. It's retention of kids and wanting them. And I'm like, homie. Retention. Yeah. You know how you get kids to stick around? You win. Give them a reason to give a shit. Yeah. Like winning or like really feel like they're like competing and getting better and blah, blah, blah. It's not just like, oh, we're going to try and get better. Maybe if that's okay with you guys, like what the, what is that? That's also weird because usually it's like, well, we don't care about winning. We want you to have a fulfilling experience. We want you to have fun, whatever. I've never heard someone say that retention is the secondary goal to like, if we're not winning, we just want to keep you around. Yeah. It's it's not, if we're not winning, at least you had fun, which was what our brand director. Right. And that's not what he is. uh, I'm telling you, it's the legs. You're right. You keep talking. Yeah. And so that very much, that attitude has trickled down uh, into the staff and the kids. And so like, when we oh, don't like he, you know, I was telling one of the other staff members this before the season started. Mm-hmm. She like was just like starting to teach. She's the uh-huh. guard director. It's her first year, and uh, she was like, uh, "Why isn't the band very good?" And I was like, "I have a lot of uh, thoughts about that. <laughs> I think the number one is that like the the director and assistant director do not know how to like motivate kids." I think, and I think that they've come to terms with that. I think Uh they understand they don't know how to build a really good culture. Sure. And now they've just given up. They don't know what to do. Or they don't care. I think it's, they don't really know what to do. And so now they're just like sitting in complacency. Like, well, we're just going to show up and do band instead of like try and achieve something. It's really deflating. Yeah, it is. And like, as uh, also as a former arts teacher, it's difficult because like, the teachers and the adults in the room see the like 30,000 foot view of like my career. Right. But like 
those kids that you have in band are only there for four years. Yeah. And that's it. That's the only experience that they'll get. So it yep. doesn't matter if, you know, like, do you know what I mean? As an adult, you oh, yeah. have that larger perspective, but the, those kids are only there for, they only get four seasons and that's it. You are affecting so much of their lives. And they're very important years. They're very yes. formative years. Yes. And for arts kids in high school and in middle school, that's everything to them. For uh, yes. not all of them, but for a lot of them, that it, that was my experience Same too. With me. Like I, my entire identity was the arts thing that I was doing on whatever 100%. day. You know what I mean? Yes. So and that's it, not great. It's it's a real bummer. And the, the what kind of prompted this was a couple of weekends ago they had like alumni night uh-huh. where a bunch of alumni come back and we had you know uh, probably fifteen to twenty alumni come back, which for like a slightly under a hundred person band like that's a pretty good number sure um from the past several years and even they like a couple of them mentioned to me they're like what has happened because it really has been just in the last couple of years like what yeah what the deal what's the deal with this and so it's really a bummer it sucks for them it sucks for the current kids it it sucks for everybody so that's my bottom of the pyramid it's a bummer i also would like to offer up there is like a large global conflict happening right now <clears throat> that's happening in Israel and you and I are not going to talk about it. Yeah. I- anytime that we do this like bottom of the pyramid, like what's going on in our lives kind of thing, it is so difficult to always be like, this is not the platform to talk about the Palestinian Israeli conflict. Yeah. And especially so that's on the bottom because it's like an actual problem. We can't get into that because, frankly, we're not smart enough. And also, this goofy little, like, entertainment comedy podcast is currently not the place to delve into something like that. So that goes without saying, but it should be said also. Yeah, I uh, I considered that. You know, I've had a couple bottoms Ugh. of the pyramid where I brought up, like, you know, uh, the Dolphins coach, uh, Brian Flores, yes. who was, like, being a whistleblower for the NFL. There yeah. have been some serious um, issues at the bottom, but, like... I, you know, this one is just so particularly nuanced. And I say that as a Jewish person, I have Israeli relatives and still, you know, I recognize that there are so that there is no like right and wrong with the whole thing. If you believe that there is, that's great for you. Maybe it's not great for you, but it's like, (laughs) that is a feeling that you have and it's valid, but like, man, I am not smart enough nor articulate enough to really offer up. And it's also not the place that is a whole other podcast. That's a whole other thing. Like, Anytime there is a major global conflict, or like even when like Roe versus Wade was being overturned, right? It was we said like the same thing. Can't can't do it. This nope. is not the the time nor the place. The platform's not that. Uh, it's not big enough for for us to like. We have to have an opinion and, and a, we're, like we're not important enough, right? And we're just two idiots <laughs> making a podcast. One about- a much bigger idiot than the other. <laughs> Truth. So it's but, like, this is not the time. No. Now it's not no, the it's time. Not. That goes without saying, but it also deserves to be said. So instead, we'll talk about marching bands. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, the air. It's so loud. That was kind of loud. I'm sure it's fine, though. I'm sure it's fine. Um, I know you bitches don't care. I know fucking nobody gives a rat's ass about the dehumidifier, the air. Nobody gives a fuck about any of that, but I feel self-conscious. Anyway, um, the bottom of my pyramid, this is, a, I'm a little late to the game, but I, I, I don't care. Um, have you seen that video of yes. the Jets 
the Jets football game. Benny and the Jets. Oh no, the Jets football game where there oh. it was the Jets and the Chiefs that were playing. Yes. And the Jets started booing when they saw Taylor Swift in the box. <laughs> and then the Jets lost. <laughs> and that uh, was the best part. Yeah, the NFL had some things I, to say about that. That, the like, the NFL aside, the, like, it's the bottom because it's embarrassing, but it's also, like, very funny, very entertaining. So, like, maybe it's the top. But, like, the way that people truly cannot allow anyone to any woman to enjoy Taylor Swift is insane to me. I do not outside of outside of Justin Bieber. I do not know another celebrity that when a woman is like, I really like this person. People are like, Oh, you fucking it. You know what I mean? Like people are just like yeah. ready to rip women's faces off when they're right. like, I kind of fuck with teardrops on my guitar when I'm feeling sad. And they're like, it's so yeah. It's so annoying to me, and like her concert movie came out like a couple days ago or last night, and people are like, "I can't believe that anybody would be interested in going to see a concert." What's the fucking point? Blah blah blah. And it, it, what do I every every fall? I will say this until I am six feet under or more. Every year, let women enjoy things, yes. specifically in the fall. Because now the pumpkin, the pumpkin yeah. spice misogyny, <laughs> how I lovingly refer to it, I really, men are allowed to enjoy things all the time. And you know who's not getting shit on? All of the men at that football game. All of the men at that football that dress game up. that dress up and that think that they are BFFs. The, the real tea is that men are mad that Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey because they wish they were dating Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I would date Travis Kelsey. That is, that's the like real tea about it. Is they're pissed that he's like, yeah, I'm a really good dresser and my girlfriend's Taylor Swift. Yeah. And they're like, you can't do that, dude. You're supposed to only be dating... I don't even know. Like, I I don't know what the alternative that they want is other than that they want that man for themselves. The thing that I find funny... Which, like, period, but just say that. One of the things that I find the silliest about this is people are complaining that, like, oh, my gosh, they just keep showing Taylor Swift during the game. They keep talking about Taylor Swift during the game. First of all, watch the game on mute. I, like, who needs to hear the announcers? You're looking at the thing. Do you need to hear some dudes say, like, well, that was a four-yard gain... We know. We watched it. Yeah. Just watch the game on mute if you don't want to hear about it. That's Secondly, part of it. and more importantly, why do you care what they show in between plays? Would you rather see Taylor Swift, who is gorgeous, yeah. or a bunch of dudes standing there breathing heavily, yeah, deciding like, which mm, play to run yeah. next? Is it's that so stupid? And it's like, I need the men on my screen at all times. <laughs> if anything else is on my screen, I become upset and confused and I don't know what to do. I don't know. It sounds. Sounds kind of gay. <laughs> Sounds kind of gay. Like, bro, just say just you want to make gay. out with Travis Kelsey. It's fine. We all do. Just, just be gay. Yeah. D- <laughs> it's yeah. Fine. It's cool, man. You're wearing another guy's jersey with his name on the back of it. Yeah. Just kiss Sounds already. A God. Gay. Um, <laughs> there is a guy on the internet who I love who works for um, Ethan Klein's podcast staff. Oh, I have to burp. Oh, yeah. And he made a comment about. <laughs> About, That's not a normal um, reaction to a burr, probably. No, it's not. <laughs> um, he, this kid's name is Zach. He's one of is the Is every of- person that you know <laughs> named Zach? No, it's just a coincidence. It's just a coincidence, I swear. That is the 18th person named Zach. <laughs> it's just a coincidence. All right. Um, but he made a comment about, like, why wouldn't you want... Because the, the, the argument is always like, 
this is like a guy's thing. I don't want that fucking girl, blah, 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 whatever. And he was like, why the fuck would I not want my girlfriend to be interested in what I'm interested in? Right. He was like, if I'm watching the Chiefs game and the only reason she's watching it is because of Taylor Swift, I want Taylor Swift to be there every game because it's giving us a thing to bond over. So yes. like, why are these men so adamant that it is a male-only thing other than being a little bit gay. I, you know I what think, I mean? Just PK, girl. It's okay. Yeah. I, I, so on that same note, I used to play the game Rock Band oh. in college. Oh, my God. Of course you did. I was awesome at it. I bet it. you were. Um, I believe that about you. Being a drummer definitely helps. Yeah, duh. And the fact that I played it several hours every single day. I was a, I was an RA. I was a resident <laughs> assistant. Yes, I know. I had a lot RA of free time. For. I also Ev- was an RA. <laughs> everyone went home for the weekends. I was yeah. there in the Beasley dorms just playing rock band for like seven straight hours. Until <laughs> my eyes bleed. <laughs> and this this uh, this girl I was dating at the time was not like a flex, into okay. it. I was dating a woman. And man, it was like, God, we get it. Jeez. We get it. <laughs> uh, that's what we were dating at the time, and she did not like uh, rock band. Like, she wasn't really into it. Sure. And so I downloaded, yep. uh, like, Rascal Flats. The expansion like, pack. D- like, DLC pack. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. All of a sudden, we're doing the thing together. I love playing rock band, and now she there are songs on it that she knows and yeah. loves, and then we, like, started bonding over that. That's it was fun. It was a yeah. thing that we did together. I don't understand what the problem with that is. I don't is. get it. She's not making it less fun for me just because she's also enjoying the right, thing. Right, right. There was also somebody on the Barstool Sports podcast, one of their podcasts, who said that the only way that he will actually believe that Taylor and um, Travis are dating is if he sees a sex tape. Oh, good God. And, like, some people think he's joking. I don't think he is. Like, I think he's very serious and he's like, unless I see those two fuck, I don't want to, I don't want to hear about it. I only, like, I need a sex tape out of is this. Is that the case with every relationship in his world? Like, <laughs> again, like, I don't believe well, that somebody, my parents are married. Somebody else on the internet was like, this man just wants to see Travis Kelsey's penis. Like, yes. <laughs> again, and it just goes back to the homoerotic nature of football. Yeah. Just call it what it is. Just yeah. be like, you know what? It is a little bum. I'm a little bum to see the man that I want date another girl, but like, I'll take the L. It's Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah, honestly, you should be happy for them. Glad that, you know, the love of your life, even if you can't make him happy, you just want him to be happy. That's real love. Yeah. I know you can't be happy with me, but I want you to be happy. That's love, dog. Yeah. Love you, Travis Kelsey. You're so real for saying that, Eli. What's the middle of your pyramid? Sorry. Oh yeah, we're doing the pyramid. I got, I got so distracted. <laughs> You're thinking about Travis Kelsey. Uh, yeah, the middle of my pyramid is uh, our our lists. lists. Speak on it. I'm of so all confused. Sor- okay, so I want to be with you. <laughs> lists are awesome because they help keep things organized. Okay. They like the the feeling, uh, like the little bit of like adrenaline. <gasps> That you feel when you cross something off your list. The productivity, like, Amazing. endorphin. Ooh, I was just nice. talking to, I, shout out to Valerie. I was just talking, member of Girl Lunch, about this, about how lists are great. However, having to make a list, like, I'm dumb. I have to come up with, like, I have to root through my brain and come up with things that I need to do. That's <laughs> the issue. the, like, desolate wasteland of your brain. Yeah. To it, be like, I need to retrieve this task from my memory. It's like a scavenger memory. hunt with barely any clues. I'm <laughs> and, just wandering around. And you're around. blind and you don't know what year it is. <laughs> yeah, blind. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And so uh, I don't like making lists. But once I have a good list, ooh, 
you're chilling. Yeah. Cross you me know off what you're rocking items. with. You know where we're headed. Exactly. So really my ideal scenario <laughs> is someone else makes a list for me and then I get to knock them boys out. Yeah, I love Absolutely. that. I love that. So I recognize the utility, but I don't, you know. But at what cost? Yeah. <laughs> um, I would like for you to intro my middle of the pyramid. I want you to tell uh, our listeners and our viewers um, about the experience that you have had over the last couple of days as someone who's on my close friends on Instagram. Oh, dear God. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if this is a privilege that you've been like added to the, cause you've been on my close friends for like the whole time. Yeah. But like specifically the last couple of days, I don't know if this is like a good thing for you or if this has been like a nightmare for you. It has been, it has given me chuckles. I have, I have giggled to myself a lot. Your <sighs> listener and viewer, Amanda has been rediscovering. <laughs> Not the rediscovering. <laughs> Her own uh, Just say it. sexuality and <laughs> desires yes. through the Jonas Brothers. One Jonas Brother specifically, the hottest one, Joe. Joe, yes. Yeah. That was a close one. Uh, <laughs> they're all good looking. Yeah, they're all good looking dudes. Uh, but Amanda has been flooding. That's a poor choice of words. Her Something's Instagram been flooding, feed. Let me tell you. <laughs> My bad. She has been spamming. Flooded. Oh. She has been spamming her Instagram feed and base and, and doing so much more than just like barking at men. There has been some of that, but it's also been just like, I didn't know that I could feel this way about another human being. Blah, 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 blah. I would do criminal acts. I will perform criminal acts on this man. No, I said I would let Joe Jonas perform criminal right. acts on me. That's right. My and, mistake. And Joe Jonas. I went to the Jonas Brothers concert on Monday. It, this sorry, is how this all I, started. I should have began with that, but I was too distracted <laughs> by the barking. and, and the, It's not even bar- barking. is the tame version of what I've been doing yeah. on my Instagram. Close oh, it's been story. aggressive. <laughs> it's been crazy but i went to the the middle of my pyramid is going to concerts just because like the logistics of like getting getting food oh it's a whole getting deal. to downtown nashville parking getting in and then like being there for however long we stood for a lot of it and i was like my dogs are barking i want to sit down yeah just sit and enjoy music yeah we sat down for the last like half of it and then leaving getting into the parking get the parking garage limbo of trying to leave bridgestone arena oh my god oh it was awful yeah and I, as I was leaving Bridgestone Arena, I was experiencing what can only be described as like the horny version of cardiac arrest. <laughs> I was like having whatever the horny equivalent to a heart attack is. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I think I need medical attention and I don't, I don't know why. But the first half, Joe Jonas was in a, in a little, a slutty little top that was sleeveless. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, they're going to do a costume change. It'll be fine. And then Nick, the second hottest Jonas brother, came out in a sleeveless, slutty little top for the second half of the show. Oh, yeah, brother. What the fuck? And what you're referring to about rediscovering sexuality also is specifically uh, in reference to Joe Jonas 
picked a cowboy hat off of an audience member and put it on. And then like his like professional photography team, like whoever's taking concert photos, took a picture of him and I screenshot it and I put it on my, <laughs> on my Instagram story. And I said, new sexuality unlocked, whatever the fuck this is. Yeah. Oh, you said one of them dressed like a Republican. Yes, and that it was made Nick. Happy. It was yeah. Nick. He was wearing like, um. Like a biker, thing. it had like, like a big a embroidered jean. like eagle on the yeah, back, right? And he had that fucking backwards trucker hat on and his little like Tim's. I was like, I am about to take a bite out of the seat in front of me. <laughs> like, I am, a, I am a, like clanging on the bars of horny jail, being like, let me out, please let me hit. Like it was crazy. What do you think? It's crazy. <laughs> what do you say? So you brought up his slutty little outfit. Yeah, both of them. I saw a tweet a while ago uh-huh. that made me laugh out loud. Uh, that said, "This was so weird because I was just, I was talking to my friends about how like for my job, I have to be forklift certified because mm. I work partially in a warehouse. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. like the sluttiest thing a man can do be is to certified. get forklift certified. Yeah, I laughed out loud at that, that and I was just like, oh, who me? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw a tweet a couple days ago that I've been thinking about a lot that's, that was from a woman. <laughs> she, said, she said, I love it when I can make a grown man laugh. Like, ooh, baby girl, you really like that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I think about that. I think about that all the time. But yeah, the middle of my pyramid specifically is going to a concert because it is worth it, but it's like the two hours that the concert is is like, four hours all it's like it's a logistical night so much especially downtown nashville yeah the city's not big enough for the amount of people who are there any given day it's a fucking disaster truly but the jonas brothers was oh we got big rob do you remember in the the song burning up like there's big rob and he's like what are you talking about um the song burning up by jonas brothers yeah i don't know that there's like oh okay well i heard it maybe but i'm not well actually don't pull it up because we're gonna get copyright struck but anyway um the there's like a rap a quote-unquote rap in the middle of that song that was performed by one of their security guards oh, who's not dope. a singer his name is big rob this is the only song he's ever been on he's like six foot like five like big black guy and he just like appears in their music video and he's like burning up in the place tonight and everyone's like fucking yeah like freaking out in the music video going nice. crazy in the um tour normally Nick is the one that's like, he's like, let me hear you. And he's like burning up and like goes like this. And all the girls and I was like, in the place tonight. Everyone's like doing the rap. Our night, the only night this has ever happened. They stopped and like, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Big Rob. And he's like Hell in his yeah. 50s. He's like their old security guard from when they were like 12. Right. And he comes out and he's like burning up in the place tonight. And the way that the screams for Big Rob were louder than the screams for the oh, Jonas Brothers is Fantastic. It was amazing. It was That's... so fun. I love being a girl. It was like the girliest little thing. And the three of them know that they're so hot. Everyone is there because when we were children, we were in love with them. Of course. And it was just so much fun. But it was a logistical nightmare. I love that for you. Top of the pyramid. What Top you got? Top of the pyramid is uh, two. It's kind of a two-parter. Okay. Uh, I will say the first part of it is uh, getting cyberbullied. Someone, one of y'all slid into my dms sent me a bunch of knife emojis good and it was phenomenal it makes me laugh 10 out of 10 so hard forehead kiss every time it's it's so (laughs) funny to me and the second part is i love when people really like commit to the bit 
Yes. When people listen to a podcast as something that they enjoy, that's fantastic. That is yeah. great. We appreciate everyone who's listening, who's watching, blah, blah, blah. But someone that's willing to like actually leave a review or write yes. you an email yes. or slide into my DMs Comment just to, just video, to whatever. Yeah, yeah, just to cyber bully me. Yeah. That is so funny to me. Yeah. That it, it takes like no time, but it, it took some time. And the fact that like so, so many of y'all have been willing to do that is hilarious and incredible top of the pyramid yeah like truly i'm not just saying that like for no clicks no or it's it's real but it really brings me like true joy just seeing like i've gotten uh a bunch of knife emojis some some of you have sent like several dozen knife emojis Good. and that's like really aggressive some people have sent like the water pistol emoji <laughs> and uh some people have threatened me verbally like one of your friends <laughs> has just like threatened me is uh, it i'll bleep it out is it fake yeah of course it is <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's it's a lot of fun, and I love when people commit to that. My friend yeah. Jana, who uh, it, she is all about, like her whole personality is just like doing a bit. Yeah. And I love girls like that. Yeah. Whenever. Yeah. Oh. Everything is just a bit to her. She she's gone. She one time. Shout out to Jana. Uh, I'm gonna send her this episode. But she one time when she was on like the dating apps, matched with a bunch of dudes, scheduled a Zoom call with all of them <gasps> at the same time. That's incredible. She's my hero. Yeah. That's and amazing. And so committing to the bit, she's like, "This is gonna be super uncomfortable." And like several of them she's like, showed up. It out. Yeah. Yeah. Fight exactly. She's like, "Let's In just see octagon. what happens. This <laughs> will be amazing. funny." Love so that. yeah, committing to the bit and getting cyberbullied. It is really like there. We got a comment on our last YouTube video or our the episode from last week. The someone left a comment about like you know love the podcast. Glad there's a video version and then like left something insightful that I'm going to talk about later. But like that is always so nice. Like any because I rec- like we record these and I click publish and I think to myself like no one's going to listen to this. No one's going to whatever. We have like a pretty decent we slash also just you. me because it's, it's you i've done all of the like amanda does absolutely everything <laughs> i show up make some jokes most of which are not funny and then i peace out <laughs> and, then and I that's bubba bounce and you do hours more yeah. of actual work i just True. show up in uh in, in my little <laughs> joggers and yeah you're like, okay, I'm ready to listen to you be funny. I'm here. I'm here now. I'm the co-host also now. I'm the I'm the I'm the Scotty Pippen. Oh just, yeah. And I'm like just lobbing and you're the Jordan <laughs> just dunking it down. <laughs> so true, bestie. Dwayne Wade, dear LeBron. So go, true. Baby. Um, but it is like anytime there's like genuine rando <sighs> fan interaction, I I'm like, oh, people are listening to this. Even just like one person. If one person listens to this and like sends a comment or leaves a review or whatever, like that's so dope. When I get a a DM or like an email, the way that I'm like giggling and kicking my feet in the air, it like really, oh, I love shit. Every time someone cyber bullies me, I screenshot it immediately (laughs) and send it to you. It's like, look, I'm getting bullied on the internet. It happened. This is so great. (laughs) That's the kind of evil I want to use my platform for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the top of my pyramid is the revamped album by Demi Lovato. Oh, right. So Demi is doing Demi and like a bunch of other people are following in like the Taylor Swift footsteps of like re-recording old stuff, which she did for like monetary reasons, but it is paying off in lots of other ways. Demi has re-recorded a lot of her like older stuff that was pop informed and made it rock because rock and like the emo Haley Williams 
fallout boy era that was where she was meant to be and she like openly in interviews is like i couldn't stay there because my record label and disney wouldn't let me but her first two albums are emo pop punk albums hell yeah brother and they're the best ones like they're great and her most recent album is like a callback to that of being like i really don't want to do pop anymore i can't do r&b anymore i i just want to make rock music for sure and it's so good it's crazy to me and i don't know i didn't really grow up listening to rock like that but there is like something like carnal in me that like overtakes my being when a rock and roll song goes from four four and then cuts it in half half. oh yeah i like yep i'm like ascending to like my final plane of human existence absolutely the fucking best so if you're a demi lovato person on on the album, I think almost every song she re-records is better than the original. I'm not gonna lie. the The best one, in my opinion, is "Sorry Not Sorry," which okay. was a pop song that's R and B influenced. I'll play it for you after because I do want to know your honest opinions about it. Okay. Um, and then she re-records it into a rock and roll song. It's so it the lyrics are a little clunky because it's written as an R&B so it's a lot of lyrics it's not you know like a rock and roll song doesn't need to be that uh, wordy but this one kind of is because it was originally an R&B song yeah and the song the real the real ones will know the song don't forget which is already from her pop punk emo era she re-recorded with just like a beefier like instrumentation and it came out (laughs) it came out this album right as I was like beginning the like grieving stages of like my breakup and like that kind of thing. (laughs) And the song don't forget is about like, you know, we were this thing and then somewhere we went wrong. We were once so strong. Our love is like a song. You can't forget it. Like it's incredible. And the way that I'm like driving down I 65 in my beige uh, Chevy spark, like, boo-hooing to this song but it's so good and the like rock album you just start from the beginning and it takes you through like heart attack confident sorry not sorry neon lights la la land don't forget like her big 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 hits and they're they're so good and sorry not sorry has a guitar solo from slash Ooh, slash is on it the main is on another one and there's another person Another rock and roll person on another one. Like, it is rock and roll music made for a vocalist who can sing rock and roll really, really fucking well. Yeah. And is produced by rock and roll people. I saw Demi Lovato when she was in Nashville this time last year, and she did her, like, holy fuck, she did that album. Uh, It was one of the best concerts I've ever been to in my life. Her vocals are fucking crazy. And then she whips out that guitar. I'm like, I, it's, it's incredible. It's amazing. I love that for you. That's all. <laughs> it's so it's so good. I've been listening to it like so much the last couple of days. I'm like, this is. I'm like turning to my grandpa. I'm like, this is real music. Now this they is They don't what make music. this shit. Any, they don't make it like this anymore. These this is real kids, music. These, these kids. yeah, these kids these days don't know how good they've got it with the with the TikTok the and all the internet. Tune and the- this is rock and roll, baby. I'm a real red blooded American. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. I love that. Are you ready to get into the meat and potatoes of this episode? Yeah, a lot of meat going on. I okay, hear me out. I was like a little um apprehensive. This episode made me a little nervy. 
Uh, in why? Like I felt like I don't know. I felt like Abby was on some other shit. This she we've kind of oh, talked about yeah. this, but like she really has lost her grip on reality. Yes. This episode, I was like. I'm kind of concerned for my safety. I was like, yeah. if she reaches through the camera and like hits me, I'm uh-huh. really kind of concerned. Okay, and now <laughs> I understand what you mean. And what? What yeah. were you thinking? No, you I think something else. I don't know. Like there was like one particular instance. Like you know the the earliest, like the first time I was on, we talked a lot about race in particular. Oh yeah. And so there were like there were like a couple of very uncomfortable moments. Oh, I yeah. thought you meant like one specific thing. Like no no no, this whole thing. This whole thing was a shit show. Oh yeah, it it made me the season three is the season that's post Abby's ultimate dance competition. Right. So she like. She went to L.A. She, you know, went out to the West Coast. She got better makeup skills, and she came back a raging better? bitch. Yeah, I think so. I think she's doing middle-age makeup better than she was doing middle-age makeup prior to. Not so, saying the middle-age makeup is ugly, because I'm not being ageist. I'm just saying on Abby, she was obviously working with a different set of skills post Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. Yeah. That's maybe my public was, statement. Maybe it was just because, you know, and I, I don't tend to comment on women's appearances you do you, you honey like yeah it is not my place no but i thought that and, it, and maybe just because uh the content of like what she was saying and how she was acting was so like wild yeah i thought that she physically appeared that way as well like a little more like unhinged and so sure, it could have yeah. just a been like more unkempt the vitriol that she was spewing <laughs> yeah. and the way that I was she's say vitriolic yeah yeah and so yeah. maybe that had something to do with it <sighs> Um, okay, so this is season three, episode three. It's called But I'm a National Champion, which is a really shitty title because that is almost never said. Yeah, it's not even really yeah. like... I and it's brought it, up once. It but... puts the onus on Chloe, I guess. Yeah, this episode's all about Chloe, maybe, like, I guess. Yeah, she like halfway mentioned it. Yeah, it, they they mention it. Somebody mentions the fact that she's a national title holder at the end, right? But but like, this makes it sound like someone's pitching a fit about exactly, but and that's not what the vibe is. That's here. what I thought going into yeah, it. Yeah, and that's but not what happens. That's not the case. Um, last week all the girls were replaced. LOL. They and then the real ones performed at a mall. That was yeah. last week's episode. <laughs> they were replaced. Uh-huh. Sure, Jan. We knew. That that was not going to last. No. Um, we're at the ALDC studio. All the kids from last week are here, like, again at the studio. And Abby's like, I want to work with the kids who want to be here. Not those other bitches. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, like, the, but also the other dance moms are also appearing. So it's like the old, like, the replacement squad and the current squad are yep. all kind of, like, rolling up together. And Kelly is back. And Kelly is chilling in the parking lot. Yep. Chrissy's like... How are we going to go about this? What's going on, girl? And Kelly says that she knows that the other moms aren't going to come back without her. She's like, I know what this is about. They're not going to come back without me. And she's like, my girls want to be back here. They miss dance. Yeah. So like, whatever. There's no reason for me to not come back. Well, Kelly knows that she's making a pretty significant sacrifice. Yes. Like she knows that she very much, like Abby does not like her. No. She's been very outspoken about oh, like, yeah. I do not like you. Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. However, Kelly is going to deal with, like she left because she's like, I cannot go through this anymore. I don't right. want to put my kids through this. But then her kids are like, we love dancing. We miss Can't dancing. We miss our friends. And then right. Kelly's like, I'm taking one for the team. I want my kids to be happy. I want the other kids and moms to be happy. So 
I'll deal with the nonsense and and do my best to keep the peace. Yeah, a little bit of the internet lore is that Kelly left because of a contract and money issue. This was brought up in the comment of the YouTube video from last week. Okay. That, like, th- there was a, bes- a behind-the-scenes reason, and they, like, wrote this as a reason. I don't know the merit to that, necessarily, because we just talk about what we're seeing on the right. television screen. There's so much lore about this show, but this is a recap podcast, not a deep dive podcast. So I'm sure that's probably true. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, we but appreciate the comment. Yeah, I love the comment, but like, but at the same time, I'm sure I'm absolutely sure that's true. I just can't yeah, verify we just, it. Yeah, we don't. According to what we are showing, right? Because we, we're just we recapping what's on the, the television. But, and Christy so. says that she thinks that Kelly's too late. She's like, yeah, I know that like you really want to be back, girl, but like. You're not really rocking with like good odds. You know what I mean? This she's replaced it's an uphill us. Battle. She's pissed. Like you've kicked the hornet's nest. Like I don't think this is gonna be just like an easy transition like you think it's gonna be. Yeah, for sure. Um, Abby gets on the phone and she calls Shelly, who's Allie's mom, to see where they are. And she's like, Abby, girl, we went back to New Orleans. Like yeah. they're gone. And she says, Shelly says it's because Marsha, who's one of the other moms, mm-hmm. said that the group got second last week because of Allie because yeah. Allie got second in a solo and and she said that Allie cried all the way home. Yeah, that which is, is an, so sad. That is an incredibly rude thing to say and also not accurate. And right. even even Abby was like this was not her fault. She was yeah, like, yeah. That's not how that works. Just because you got like, second place as a soloist doesn't mean you brought the whole group down by like 7 points or whatever. Yeah, first of all, that works. second is still good. Also true. Uh but also like she isn't Statistically bad. that's not how that The like, math? Not mathing. That's correct. That's not how this works. Not how any of this works. Yep. Um Abby goes into confront it goes into like the den to confront the mom's about bullying Shel- uh, Shelby, Shelly, and she says, no more Mrs. Nice Guy, which I- I laughed slay. out loud. I love that. I Mrs. Love, nice Guy. I love the, the gender inclusion that we're getting from the phrase Mrs. Nice Guy. Right, <laughs> That's yeah. Amazing. Um, and then in this moment, she just kicks out Gloria and Marsha, and oh. she's like, get out. Yeah. You she- bullied somebody, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, she's like, you're costing me money, you're ruining a reputation, out. you're bullying other people, which, okay. Uh, that's pot kettle. The girls, their two daughters. Oh, they were sobbing. It like it actually like I couldn't look at it. I would just had to type my notes because they're sobbing and they're like they're in their dance outfits and they're like just say you're sorry. We like I don't want to go home. Like just make it better. Like make it right. And they're and the moms are crying and they're like we can't. Like we made a mistake. We have to go. Like yep. whatever. The girls are sobbing and then we see them peel out of the parking lot and they're gone and i have in my nose like that was quick and it was weird and i didn't like it I that bet whole thing was weird it was, that willing- was like from the beginning of the episode to now it was like five minutes yeah it was not that long it happened very fast and admittedly in the last episode i was like there's no way that these families are sticking around blah 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 yeah um and shelly kind of indicated like she was gonna be out of here anyway but these two like they were just like it, it was yeah. like a haircut just clip there it goes gone done very uh, weird. Something else I noticed, like the kids were asking, like, why did you have to fight? We didn't do anything wrong. Just like Ooh. they do not understand why they, they feel as though they're being punished, which they are, yeah. for something that they had nothing to do with. Which, which they didn't. Classic Abby MO, yeah. obviously. Right. Um, Abby also said about the whole thing um, about like Allie 
uh, getting blamed for the group not doing well. She said, uh, jealousy is a disease. You can ask Christy. She says it's a disease that makes you ugly. Just ask Christy. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, bro. brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> <laughs> like, get a new joke. Get new material, bitch. We get it. Christy she, ugly, LOL. Well, Come also, on, get, she's get just a new trying. Thing. She's, well, she's also, I think, implying that she's jealous of uh, Maddie and Melissa. That, like, Christy and Chloe are, like, just jealous of the greatest Melissa and Maddie. She keeps trying to do this. She keeps trying to, like, create rivalry. She did it with the the replacement moms, I guess we'll call them. She tried to do it the second they walked in the door. Yeah. Just, like, trying to create shit. It's out of, truly, or it's not out of nothing. Abby is jealous of Maddie. Yes. And Melissa. She's in love with her and jealous of her. Truth. But Christy's not. So right. she's projecting that onto Christy. Right. When Christy doesn't feel that, Abby feels that. Right. And that is batshit bananas insane. Yes. Um, the, the OG moms are still in the parking lot. And so they go inside. Kelly stays outside. She's like, let me like take a breather. I think we can, we have seen a better chance of reconciling if we like phase this in, you know, whatever. Holly goes up to the doors and she's like, she asks, are we being invited in? And Abby says, if you want to come in, the door's open. And she says, it's not a church. The, if the door's open, you can always come in. It's the wrong use of the phrase. The phrase is, just like the church, the doors are always open. So you shouldn't say, it's not like a church, the doors all... Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. Abby's an idiot. And she went to prison. <laughs> but like... It just bothers me. I'm like that you, it bothers me because you think you're being witty and funny and you're saying some dumb shit and that's just not true. The doors are always open like a church because the doors are always, yeah. Speaking of dumb shit that she said, uh, she said it like, this isn't a church. And then Holly quips, Oh, I've got God on my side. And then, uh, Abby says she's got God God on on her her thighs. thighs. What does that mean? I don't know. What do you think you're saying? The way that I howled, when she said that, I got on her th- Okay, hang on. Let me back it up. I don't understand. If if you said to me, some, if we like saw like a hot girl out in public and you said that girl's got God on her thighs, I would be like, I don't know what that means. I don't know why you said that, but it sounds like a compliment. It sounds I- like low-key kind of like... Uh, like a compliment. I don't know. Yeah. So like for you to say that someone's got God on her thighs and that's an insult. I don't know what it means, but it can't be an insult. I have three ideas. (laughs) Okay. I have three things that it might've been. First off, maybe she's saying Holly has gained weight. She has extra on her thighs. Yeah. That's not true. Her whole like, yeah. Her whole thing is like Christy, ugly, Holly fat. Yeah. Which, uh, first of all, no. Second of all, who gives a fuck? Also who cares? Third of all, no. Uh, secondly, is she calling Holly, um, promiscuous? Something about her thighs, whatever. It's probably not that. The third far less likely option is that Holly was at church eating crackers and drinking wine. You know how sometimes happens. True. And some spilled onto her legs. So she had God literally on her thighs. On her thighs. It's probably not that one. It's not. It's, it's not anything... It doesn't make This is so stupid. I was just having a conversation about a compliment that doesn't make any sense with a coworker of mine recently. Mm. We were talking about a, one of our coworkers said that he is really into visual enhancements and none of us in the office know what that means. Oh, like plastic surgery and No, things. he didn't he didn't we asked him if that and he was like, "No, but 
we think eventually what it worked out is that he just likes working out. But he didn't want to say that. He was being weird about it. But it's this like, yeah, it's that face moment of like, what are you talking? What? Just Dude, say Just it. say the thing. What Why are you, are you being about? weird? Got on her thighs. I don't know what that means, but it sounds a little sexual. It doesn't really sound like an insult. Anyway, but I hooted, I hollered, and I chuckled when I, I heard that. I thought that was hilarious. I backed it up. In real life, but then also I I rewound the podcast Uh or the the (laughs) The podcast the episode. Everything was like yeah, everything is a podcast. (laughs) Write that, put that on a t shirt. Uh, Because I thought I heard something wrong. (laughs) There's no way that's what she actually said. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what she said, girl. She really thought she was doing something. She really thought that was good thing. She don't get paid for thinking. You know what I mean? (laughs) Neither do I. High five. Nice. It, yeah, very weird. Um, Abby makes all the other moms sign a contract before. She's like, this is the ultimatum. I'm going to splay them out right here. Sign these bitches and get your ass into class. That's and, the ultimatum here. And they all were like going to put up a fight. They're like, but then they're like, Jill wasn't mm, even done mm-mm. like crossing her arms and a, caved immediately. A cheap card table is jealous of Jill's structural integrity. That bitch <laughs> fucking folded. Folded, folded, <laughs> insane. It took, yeah, it took almost nothing for her yeah. to be like, okay, and They're sign like, it. She's she like, and sits down. we're not signing it. Okay, I'll sign it. I want yeah, my kid to I dance. don't, yeah, okay. Like, she's like, come on, girls, we all know why we're here. Abby bullied her for about four seconds, and yeah. Melissa caved as well. I mean, like, no crazy. spine. No, no uh, spine. Jellyfish whatsoever. clown era bullshit. Yeah, well, cornball jellyfish behavior. Yes, very much Stupid. so. It's a year long contract, and they cannot leave. And there's a lot of like back and forth on the internet about the money that's attached. Mm. And allegedly, it comes up later on in the series. Allegedly, if you leave, you owe Abby like a, a million bucks a, or something. It's like a quarter of a million in cash within a week. It's like something that's like absurd, absurd and insane. Sure, um, but they don't mention that here. It's just a year long, and they can't leave. Yeah, Melissa. Yeah, Melissa cracks after right, right after Jill, and then Christy and Holly crack, and they're like, "Okay, sounds good." That's what's whatever. Me. And and Holly's like, "Well, do you?" She at least try. She's like. Do you promise to at least listen to Kelly? And Abby's like, absolutely listen to her. She's like, okay. And she signs her life away. I'm like, ladies, I thought we were doing an alliance. I thought this was women supporting women. And you're falling victim to Ursula the Sea Witch signing away your voice and giving up the rest of your life. And how do they trust Abby? Or even if she's technically not lying, she's like, oh, I'll definitely listen to her. Yeah. And then tell her she's an idiot. Yeah. And yeah, I'll hear her words and then I'll disagree with her and not let her come back. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I know that like there's more that goes into this than like what we see on television. But we're not covering this. Those are the circumstances as they've been presented. Exactly. And they caved very quickly. (laughs) I was shocked. I was shocked. Yeah. So they go in. Kelly comes into the building and she's talking to Abby and she's like, hi, Abby, how are you? And she's like, good, how are you? And she's like, okay, well, and so they're coming to, they're kind of like airing out their dirty laundry and we get a bite out of this that is like a really, really popular TikTok uh, clip, like a really popular TikTok sound. And Abby goes, you called me a whore. You made fun of my weight. You gave me the finger. And in Kelly's brain, all three of these things are equivalent to, you called my kids stupid. (laughs) Yeah. 
You uh, made, you called me a whore. You made fun of my weight. You gave me the finger. You called my kid stupid. Like those aren't necessarily equally weighted, but that's I, fair, I guess. I might actually. I offer that calling her kid stupid is worse than making fun of somebody's weight. Yes. Than giving someone the finger. Because at least you're talking about them. I guess that's fair. Yeah. If you're Not shitting on someone's kid, children. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah, I, w- I would much rather someone like talk about me than yeah. like even my students. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah. Oh, if you, I'm, I'm going to the Let's carpet for my yeah. kids. Yeah, for real. I so I'm 100 percent team fair. Kelly in this one. I for sure think she has more of a leg to stand on. Like at least Kelly aired out her grievances with the person, right. the source of the issue. Took it out on Abby. Her, yeah. Instead, goes for two ten-year-olds or whatever they are. Oh, Not great, Bob. Also, I'm just remembering this too. Um, the, you call my kids stupid is a very mild interpretation of what really happened, which remember Abby said that Kelly needed to take Paige back to the doctor and figure out what was wrong. Yeah. That it's not just your kid's an idiot. It was like a way deeper cut than that. Yeah. Both yeah, are yeah, 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 yeah. horrific and yeah. should never be said. And so I was very much like team Kelly. And then the thing is after you should be like, lucky. All she did was call you a whore, make fun of your weight and give you the finger. Right. Yeah. That's an average Thursday for Abby probably. Yeah. Uh, but Kelly says like, you called my kids dumb. And then Abby is just like, well, they are, which indicates Great. to me, she doesn't think she's actually being mean. No. She genuinely thinks she's just like making just a, a statement mm-hmm. of fact. Your kid is dumb. She's just like, and that's just the state of the universe that your kid is stupid. You're making fun of me. I'm just saying a fact about your kid. Like she genuinely is so like yeah. removed from reality. From reality, yeah, literally. Like this conversation is one of the more unhinged, I think. Like she's not necessarily yelling. She's just mm-hmm. like so plainly stating something that is batshit insane, yeah. but she doesn't think it is. No. She yeah. doesn't, she's not going she's for like, the juggler. Just, just this is, the, yeah, this is truth. Yikes. And then Kelly says, I want you to get over the shit that happened with us 30 years ago. What is the tea? I need to well, know the tea. Kelly stole the the guy know. that Abby had the crush on, I allegedly. Know, but like, there's got to be something. Like, there's probably been a girl, more of a There's got to be something that. else there than sure. you had a crush on the same boy and one of you got to date him and one of you didn't. He was probably like pimply and weird. You know what I mean? Like, and it was in high school. Speaking of pimply and weird and being in high school, it made me think of American Vandal, not you. Okay, good. I was like, this is setting up perfectly no, no, for no. you to just dunk on me. No. JB, BFF of the podcast, who's the Dance Moms TikToker, slid into my DMs and was like, I've been catching up on the podcast. And I just heard you guys talk about American Vandal. And I love that show. And I said, Hell yeah. I need a season three like I need air. <laughs> like, I, have to, I have to have it. Yes, for sure. Anyway, go watch American Vandal. It's the best. Um, I really do wish that they would just say whatever the tea is, me but too. as of this point, they don't. I'm like, give me the tea. I need to have yes, it. Yes, I also. I want need it. to have it. Yep. Anyway, um, okay. Now we're in rehearsal. All the squad is there, including Jackie. At this moment, minus Kelly, because Abby's like, you have to sign a contract, Kelly. And she's like, I'm gonna think about it. But Jackie's there with her daughter Sophia. Jill, in her talking head, comments on how. <laughs> She, she comments on how thin and beautiful Jackie is, but then says, but she doesn't fit in. And I'm like, that's kind of a, a self-burn. Yeah. Yeah. She's thin and really beautiful, and she doesn't really fit in here with the rest of us uggos. <laughs> like, it's just the way she phrases it. It's just really funny yeah. to me. Um, and then Abby's, like, getting ready for the pyramid, and then Kelly comes in, and she's like, here. Here's gives her the contract. thing. Walks back, gets in line. She's like, girls, go. And they, like, get in line and 
Yeah. Now everything's fine. There you go. Um, we're talking now it's the time for the pyramid. We're talking about last week in Fort Wayne. There's no like structural triangular pyramid. It's all the old girls on one line and then Sophia at the top. Classic. Of course. Duh. And she says, this is what you wanted, which is manipulative as hell. She's like, you don't want a pyramid here. Everyone's equal. Everyone sucks. Except for Sophia. Except for Sophia. Yeah. Everyone's also, equal no one except for my that. favorite. Also, no one wanted that. No one ever said they didn't want a pyramid. Not that we know of anyway. Yeah. Right. Like, what are you talking about? Um, all the old girls are on probation. From Maddie to Mackenzie, they're all on probation. Yeah. And Christy, in her talking head, it says that it's really unfair that Abby's just going to replace Chloe with some girl off the street. Yikes, Christy, that is fucking Christy was brutal. on one this episode. Oh, yeah. She had a she, few. Like, I feel like she woke up and like slammed a couple Red Bulls and then like dry scrooped some like creatine and was like, I'm ready to fight. <laughs> like, I see you in that place, girl. I have also been in that place. Yeah. But what the fuck are you on, dog? Like, yeah. this is wild. Christy is always the most ready to fight, but yes. this one she was like, Wait. She was looking for a fight. Oh, she was yeah. trying to pick one for oh. sure. I love that energy for her. Um, Jackie is allegedly like, you know, Kelly's talking about, I, you know, she's pretty kind and helpful. I've been hearing that like, she's been good, whatever, but she's like, I've also heard some tea. I've also heard some other things from other people. It's like, I don't know if that's true. If Jackie's really as helpful and nice as people think she is, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, whatever. They're doing their best to dig up dirt because I think they're jealous. Yeah. Of everything. Like they're she, just suspicious all the time. And they're looking for reasons to validate their suspicion. Yeah. Which as someone who professionally and like, olympically jumps to conclusion i see you in that place i'm in that place every goddamn day however it's not helpful as my therapist will also tell you not very helpful being really skilled in jumping to conclusions not a flex so maybe we don't do that um but i do see them in that place for sure um this week we're going to ohio hooray which do we see the candy apples this episode no. That's such a disappointment. I know. I heard Ohio and I was like, oh, Kathy's about to be here. Oh, Hell yeah. Kathy. I love her. She's so important to me. <laughs> I have so much family in Ohio, so I can't totally dunk on the state, but like. I love Kathy. Other than like Cedar Point, what is Ohio really? It's the just lamer there. version of Kentucky. And Kentucky already is pretty Kentucky lame. has chicken. That's true. And Stephen Curtis Chapman is from Kentucky. I, that doesn't mean anything to you, but it means I a lot know to who me. he is. All my. <gasps> Christian friends. He's so important up. to me. The, right. ugh, I'm not going to get into it because I'm going to get actually emotional if I talk about it. But I have like in my brain the way that I want my comedy documentary to like be like scripted out and like fr- I'm like almost art directed frame by frame shots of the documentary that I want to be made about my stand up comedy career <laughs> when I'm a famous. I was gonna. I thought comedian. you misspoke at first. Oh. There's a comedy special. No, no, no. And you want a documentary made about? I'm that not going to give away my industry secrets. But I want to be, I really actually legitimately do want to do stand-up. That is my dream in my life is to be a stand-up comedian. And I have a platform. I've already written out a bunch of stand-up. I have a joke about you in there. I was going to say, what are you going to bring me up on stage for 20 minutes and then just dunk on me? Like, look at this idiot. I have a joke about you that I will tell you not when we're being recorded because it gives away some personal tea, but it is very funny and you will love it. Okay, cool. So... I have like this dream of a co- a documentary being made about my comedy career that is being interspliced with footage of me doing my stand up. I love that. And yeah, it's about yeah. me as a comedian. I have a name for it. I'm not going to say it because someone on the internet will steal it. But it's very funny. 
and the the song that will play as I'm like at the after party and like there's b-roll of like me and my friends hanging out and I'm like you're probably going to be there if we stay friends that long and then uh, there's like, uh, the audio over top of like, you know, my struggles in life and whatever, but it's all been worth it because look how great comedy is, whatever. And the song that's playing in the background Ska is, music. is Dive by Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh, okay. I think my idea is better though. <laughs> you would. Who doesn't love someone some... with no taste would think that Ska is the superior option to Stephen Curtis Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love fast? Did you ever have COVID? No. Oh, that's interesting because one of the symptoms of COVID is having no taste. <laughs> <laughs> My career in stand-up is looking yeah. pretty promising. Oh, <laughs> that really caught me off guard. I was like, actually, no. I wore my mask. I, you know, I, I've tested negative for. The, Did you never get it? The times that I thought I had it, I never got it either. I tested negative every time. Same. I never. Oh, well, yeah. I, I probably had it and was asymptomatic. But every time I thought I had it, based on symptoms. I never had it. Bro, I went to the gym wearing a mask. Like, yeah, I, I went to BLM protests in masks. Like, it was a huge fucking... I, like, wore it all the time, and I never got it. And Hell But yeah, other brother. people in my life... It, like, they, there were so many close calls. It was like, there's no way that everyone at brunch didn't get it, and I never got it. It was That's so wild. fucking weird. Hell yeah, brother. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. No. Back to the episode. What were we fucking talking about? Oh! Going to Ohio. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the state Ohio of Ohio. Ohio being the lame version of Kentucky. Yes, I remember. Okay. The group number this week is called Red Carpet Special, which weirdly sounds like something you would order off of a menu. Yeah, I was going to say it's like diner food. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the, a 50 It's like the Grand Slam special at uh, Denny's or whatever the fuck. Yeah, or like, IHOP or whatever it is. Yeah, it's like a Hollywood themed yeah. diner. The, the red, red carpet, carpet special. special. Yeah. It's like a T-bone steak with eggs. It's something that you like have to, you're like, also can I get that with extra antacids, please? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, uh, and a shot of Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I hate when people say that the group numbers are going to be hot. Stop saying that, Abby. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's... The group I, numbers are not hot. They're all under the age of 13. Yeah, Stop it's it. super gross. You can say, like, there's a lot of, like... It's disgusting. There's, like, it. hip movements. They're going to be, like, curved lines with their arms or whatever. You could but even don't just say, say it's cool. Don't say hot. Well, hot, you know what the style is with that. It's a style. You don't have to say hot. Lots of hips, lots of shoulders, lots of curves, lots of whatever. That's what that means. Yeah. Say that shit. It's very flowy. Lots of hips. I would even take something like attitude or sass. Sure. Yeah. But not hot. That's disgusting. Yeah. Sophia has a solo. Duh. Um, Christy says it's not fair that Sophia gets a solo. It kind of is because you bitches were not here last week for so sure it is fair can we start calling sophia maddie 2.0 no she's an individual you bitch yeah we're calling her sophia i just feel bad for maddie i mean i shouldn't feel bad for maddie well no we're calling her sophia okay that's fair um allegedly sophia can do 55 turns 54, she can do 54 i think oh yeah 54 sorry 54 pirouettes which is crazy and abby says that she has no choice but to give uh, so, an, someone else another solo. I don't know what that means by no choice. Uh, I, maybe she had already registered that her group would have two solos and she can't change it. I would guess that that's the case. Or just like you don't want to show up, do one solo in one group number. Like that's kind of like empty. Like why are we all making the trip for that? Yeah. Like the ALDC uh, needs to show up and have more of a part in the competition, sure. I think. Sure. Um. So Chloe gets a solo based on the fact that she's a national title holder. Uh, yeah. Christy notes that this is 
punishment because she's going up against Sophia. Right. She's setting her up to lose. Right. Duh. Yeah. Um, Abby is going to assign like tasks to the mothers. This was. To make them volunteer. Wild. This Chrissy was, says it's stupid and there's a commercial. Sorry, continue. Yeah, so I had thoughts about, like, this whole thing. So if you are back to marching band again, yep. uh, especially where I went to high school, I went to Franklin High School, we had a robust uh, level of, like, parent involvement. Mm-hmm. They loved the band. They loved that their kids loved the band. They mm-hmm. loved the directors the of boosters. the band. Yeah, the band booster. But like, mm-hmm. we just had parent volunteers. They were moving the front ensemble. Oh yeah, they were, we did too. They yeah. were cleaning uniforms. Yeah, your your high school also had a, a great one, I'm sure. But there's a reason that parents feel like they were they were organizing fundraisers. They were doing everything. And there's a reason that there's a high level of parent involvement is because like they see the value mm-hmm. in what is happening for their kids. They right. feel an attachment to the thing. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that these moms don't do anything for Abby Lee Performing Arts Center of Dance. The Abby Lee School of the Performing Arts Center Yes. Dance. There's a, uh, Melissa, because she's a kiss ass, but other than her... <laughs> None of the other moms have anything to do. Like, they don't care. They show up, their kids dance, and they leave because Abby is insufferable, and they don't feel like an attachment to her. Mm -hmm. There's like, we understand that our kids are going to see some success, but like, my God, if we had any other real option, we would would not not. be doing this. Yeah, exactly. And Abby doesn't get that. That doesn't register in her mind. Right. She wants right. people to be like servants to her yeah, and her as a program, punishment. Not like, oh my gosh, thank you guys so right? much. It's not you... an investment. Like my no. my parents were president of the band booster organization all four years of my high school march band career. Yep. They just loved it because I loved it. I cared about it. And they knew that it could not be done without volunteers. Correct. Like it, we need people to just give of their time. We need people to host breakfast at their house on the morning of Saturday competitions. Yep. We need someone to take the band uniforms to the dry cleaners and pick them up every three or four Saturdays. Like, because yep. it, it just can't happen without volunteers. That's not what's happening here. No. What's happening here, like you're saying, is Abby's using it as leverage. It's like, a- oh, you want to be back on my team? Scrub the floorboards, bitch. Shine yeah. like the top of the motherfucking Chrysler building. Just yep. can and get head ass. Yep. Like, that's what we're doing. Yeah, she has a God complex. Yeah. And in order to get people yeah. to, like, give a shit, you cannot have that. No. Yeah. Abby doesn't know that, though. No. Um, we come back from a commercial. We're in the group rehearsal. The group number is about being... This red carpet special is about being a superstar. And Abby, with her little, like, cluster of children, is like, you all should be grateful that Sophia has come to Pittsburgh. And Chloe says, like, later on that Abby just kept talking about how much better... Uh, oh, oh, this is in her talking head. Chloe says that that Miss Abby keeps talking about how much better Sophia was than all the other girls. And she says it gave me motivation to prove to her that one day I'll be as good as Sophia. Which, I'm like, I'm on the floor yeah. sobbing. That's also, that's Abby's goal. She wants her to, like, Ugh. how Chloe just voiced that. She's not like, she, that's it, it motivates me to be better. She's like, yeah, girl. It's, I want to show Abby. I want to prove to Abby yeah. who's the ultimate voice in my life. Ugh. She's the only opinion that matters. I want to prove to her that I'm worth it. That's what Abby wants. It's disgusting. Yes. It's, like, actually It's manipulative and gross and upsetting and terrible. Yeah. Melissa says that she thinks that Sophia's great, but she's, she's like, she's she going to she's gonna beat our kids the whole time. Like, whatever is going on here, it's never going to work out well for our kids. I mean, that's basically what they had with Maddie, but at right. least they liked Maddie and she was familiar and there. Right. And she had a little sister. Like, right. they, they've been involved for forever. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Jackie in the, I think they're up in the Lido deck at this point. She mentions that the 54 turns that she can do that. Uh, so Sophia can do is in tap shoes to, because she wants to break a world record. Yeah. Which just like, I felt kind of cute. Yes. It's adorable and very impressive. And also she didn't bring that up. The moms were grilling her. Oh, so what did tell me about these 54 turns that she can do? Yeah. And and, and Jackie's just like, dear God, like, please just leave me alone. I just want to watch my little girl dance. Yeah. I love watching her dance. And I, you guys are all nuts, and I don't want anything to do with this. I'm not making this. any sun moves. And so yeah, Head down, and, yeah, eyes averted. Yeah, exactly. And so they ask her, and she's like, "Yeah, she can do 54 yeah. turns." And the other moms are like, "And Christy blurts out, like, she's like, why would you even <laughs> want to do that? Why? What's like, even well, the point?" And she's like, "Break a world," because she thought it would be kind of fun. Just yeah, break it's a, a world record. record that it's you yeah. know it's kind of cool. And then she keeps picking a fight, and she says that she's heard some things from her friends in California. And she says that she heard that Jackie was talking shit on Facebook about some girl named Mia in Miami. I don't fucking know. Yeah. And she was like, well, I'm just glad that you're being nice to us because I hear the kind of shit that you're saying about other girls in other places. And Jackie's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And Jill's like, um, yeah, uh, I also, I, I heard that too. I'm like, Jill, shut up, girl. Jill, <laughs> she's such come a, on. She's such a pick me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She caved immediately. Oh, yeah. She went to Kathy's after they got she, kicked like, out to try. And... She's like, I heard that too. Yeah, she, oh, she's such a pick me girl. Um, we see Chloe's solo rehearsal. It's called Another Girl, and Abby's like, you know, this a competition. But in her artistic instruction, she says that she wants her to imagine another girl as competition, and she says, maybe it's you. And I'm like, well, how? She leads it. She's like. Maybe this is another girl in your mind. Maybe or it's maybe you. it's a real girl. Or maybe it's you. <laughs> How can the other girl be Chloe? <laughs> that make because that's sense. implicitly making her no, a side she, character. No, I think she's an idiot. Well, yeah. Or she's <laughs> like, Sophia is clearly the main character. Right, You're uh, yeah. another girl. You're not the centerpiece mm. of this story. Yeah. Even though this is your solo, you're not the centerpiece no. of it. Sophia is. Right. Uh, and then Chloe cuts rehearsal. Or No. Abby cuts Chloe's rehearsal short to work with Sophia on an acro private. Yeah. And Christy and Kelly are like, like, you know, girl, this is ridiculous, whatever. So Christy and Kelly come down from the Lido deck. Excuse me. They see that Melissa, Jill, and Holly are cleaning, taking out the trash, making things tidy in the costume shop, whatever. And Melissa says in her talking head, She'll do whatever it takes. She says she'll do the grunt labor to make sure that Abby isn't mad at them anymore. She says, Maddie and Mackenzie have always been the favorites, and I'll do whatever it takes to make sure that she's not mad at us anymore. Sure. Like, at least she's saying it. Yeah. At least she's being honest. And also, I totally understand that. Like, the wrath of Abby Lee Miller is truly a sight to behold. I would scrub the floorboard. I would take out the trash. Yeah, like, bro, yeah, I'll I'll take out the trash and fold some clothes or whatever to not have this woman scream at me and my child. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Or just go somewhere else. (laughs) That's what I would have done. (laughs) The next like bit Chris and Kelly go back up to the Lido deck and they say that they want to do some sort of initiation for Jackie. Ooh, this is <laughs> out of body, out of body experience. So Christy mentions that they could put E6000 in her eyelashes. E6000 is super glue. If you didn't know what that is. Yeah, I, d- I Googled it, but I, <laughs> I, I did. Super glue. I paused and, she and goes, found that out. You can put that in her eyelashes because she's for sure wearing them. I'm like, that's, not a bad thing. No. She looks great. She's slaying She's the 2012. It. So like maybe let's pump the brakes. Can I say the next thing? Yeah. She, you as a straight white man, you should know all about this. Dear God. 
No. No. Yes. Uh, yeah. I got How did you. I set myself up like that? Because you're an idiot. That's a good point. No, go ahead. Shit. Ah. <laughs> uh. Dear that listener. Was, that was really mean. Okay, let me... Okay, hang on. Cut the, the cameras. Record. Cut the cameras, deadass. Shut up. I would like to come out onto Beyonce and RuPaul's internet and formally apologize for making a comment that Mr. Eli Farmer could not possibly get out of because he is too stupid. <laughs> and it was way too mean, and I'm sorry. I thought you were genuinely apologizing. I am. But what about like, this doesn't seem genuine? I didn't mean to pick on someone who is this level of stupid. He's right. incapable of digging himself out of this hole, and that's on me. That's Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and I said that shit, and I would say you it said again. it with your full chest. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... That anyway. was really mean. Sorry. Okay. Anyway. Go, go for it. Anyway. What do uh, we talk about? So she says, like, so first of all, Christy's like, we should do like an initiation for the two of them. Mm-hmm. And Kelly's like, I'm not really good at that stuff. And, Kelly, and Christy's like, great. Okay. Well, I have ideas. Yeah. Uh, the first of which we put super glue in her eyelash. That's like, like yeah. okay. And then Kelly's like, she might go blind she from that. Blind. And then Christy's like, okay, cool. We're going to take it up a notch or we could just roofie her. Christy is not to be messed with. My God. Her pranks are like uh, like Winston, Winston from New from Girl. Winston from New Girl, yeah. Where it's either, it's either like, nothing or it's like death. Yeah, we're going to either like move her lamp a little to the left yeah. or tap her on the shoulder so she looks that direction. Yeah, or here, we're yeah. just going to fucking stab her. <laughs> Yeah. There's no in-between. But then she says, it's fine. I've been roofied before. And I'm like, what is happening? The best part of that is they cut the scene immediately. <laughs> she was like, oh, it's not a big deal. I've been roofied before. Bang. Commercial. Next transition. Coming up on this. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? The editors even were like, Jesus. Like, cut. Stop, next. Stop, next. Stop. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Very, very weird. That was so wild. Christy was, was freaking wild. on one, dude. The yeah. Red Bulls had kicked in. <laughs> Fully. I think that was the creatine, probably. <laughs> That's like, let's roofie her. Like, <laughs> very scary. Okay, come back from commercial. Abby is getting the girls from the green room. The moms are in the Lido deck. Um, Ab- so the moms are like shitting on her because they always do. Gross. <laughs> She's The moms say that, it's, that Abby looks tired. She needs a good night's rest. One of them says she needs a good roll in the hay. Jill says that. Yikes. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks. And then somebody says, maybe if she was thin, she could get a man. But a low-key slay from Kelly because she says, it doesn't, she says, I think she's pretty. It doesn't matter how thin she is. She's yeah. still a bitch. Yes. Period. Yes. Period. That is correct. That's the correct opinion. It doesn't matter and how fat or skinny or anything you are. If you are a bitch, if you, you s- are a bitch. Yeah, you that's suck. It. That's that's the problem I have. I, yep. I don't give a shit what your weight is. You're actually pretty, but you're a horrible person, yes. and that's my issue. Kelly you. literally says it's not her attitude. It's her attitude, not the body. Yeah, 100%. Slay. The yes. fact that she said, like, this was actually, like, my favorite part of the episode because like she didn't have to do that no the other moms are like trying to kind of pile on and mm-hmm. she's like there's nothing to be gained from it but she's, she's like guys that's not the right way sucks. to approach yeah. this literally hold your friends accountable if you hear people being shitty hold them accountable knock it off yeah, yeah. and pick on the right thing the way that you look and your way of existing in the world have the um association that you give them as a person sure you, it doesn't matter if your exterior is positive or negative objectively. 
it, and that does that does not correlate to your personality. It doesn't matter. You can be and like this is like a whole other thing that we don't have time to get into about feminism specifically. But people really assign this because like you give an ugly guy a chance and he thinks he's like won the world series. Like, you know what I mean? Like you give an ugly guy a chance and he thinks that he can just do whatever he wants. This is different. But for women specifically, like associating being a, a woman who takes up a lot of space physically with being a bad person is fucking crazy. We've talked about this a little bit. We've talked about this ad nauseum because they talk about it ad nauseum. They shit on her ad nauseum. Yes. But like, they're not Kelly's right slay from Kelly. They have nothing to do with each other other than the fact that Abby is a shit person. Yes. And, and so she decides that that is how she exists in the world. Yes. That's the decision she consciously makes. Her body is not necessarily her decision. Even if it is, who cares? Even if it is, it doesn't fucking matter. They have nothing to do with each other other than the, the association that the person gives them. Right. Nothing to do with each other. Yep. Ridiculous. Um, slay Kelly big slay and then Abby tells Gianna to go up to the Lido deck and make sure that Jackie is watching which is weird Gianna goes and she's like um Jackie Abby just wanted me to make sure that you're like watching what's going on it is very awkward it's, it's giving weird. very much like when we as teachers used to be like I'll wait yeah like, it's even oh, worse than that awkward. because they go like she doesn't need Jill to be watching also she, you mean she, Jackie Jackie sorry yeah. Jackie and Jill sure. are up on the Lido deck. Lido deck. Yeah. This rhyme is kind of falling apart no, now that I've started it. No, I keep yeah, going? keep going for sure. Okay. <laughs> no, why don't you go ahead? Okay, I'll, I'll just not talk for a while. It doesn't make any sense why Jackie would need to be paying attention anyway. Her daughter is crushing it. Yes. So, like, what are you talking about? It was really, she's just, like, wanting it's to very create. Weird. She's wanting to create a divide between Jackie and the other moms. Because, yeah. like, she sees that Jackie is talking to the other moms. Too chummy. And she's just like, oh, we can't have that. No, no, no. Jackie, you they watch the dancers. Friends. Let those other women yeah, do, whatever, do whatever they're doing. Squabble and, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sophia is going to now run her solo in front of all of the other girls, which is very weird. And Maddie yeah. says it's hard to not be jealous because she can do 54 turns. I'm like, that's really sad. And Jackie says that Sophia is homeschooled. And she only goes to homeschool tutorial for two hours every week. Yeah. And every other hour of every day, she's either doing school at home or she's dancing. Yeah. And Melissa says it's kind of sad that Sophia isn't in school full time like the other girls. But that's bullshit because the tea that we know is that Melissa pulls her kids out of school to take them to dance in the middle of the day. So cry me a fucking river, Melissa. Yeah. Yeah. Also... You know, I'm sure all these kids are getting like a really good, like you can definitely get a good homeschool education. Come on. I would hope that the show It's not the not... education. It's the socialization. Well, that too. That's what kids these age, this age need is like, yes, you can get the like fine education, but like if they don't have friends or they don't know how to talk to their peers right. and they're in middle school, like that's crazy. That's what they really need. I would very much agree. I, Thank you. I wholeheartedly agree. I'm glad. <laughs> You're so smart and funny and good looking, Amanda. Wow. So true. Um, Abby tells Sophia that she wants her to teach the senior company how to do 54 turns back to back to back. I'm like, that's weird. Yes. And then Sophia says that she teaches the littles at her studio. The high voice is back. Yes, it is. I did I've got that. questions. I've got some MFing questions about that voice. 
And Sophia says that she's mean to the littles at her old studio. And Abby says that she likes mean because she's like, mean to. And then they fucking high five. Yeah. High fives all around. That is it's like. So weird. That is like when it's Emperor so Palpatine is like grooming Anakin to become I've a Sith Lord. I've never seen Star Wars Dude, before. I've, I haven't seen right. any of them been, I'll, I'll see you guys later. I'm out of here. <laughs> no, sit down. No, sit down. I need you. <laughs> I've never seen any Star Wars movie ever. Isn't that fucking crazy? That is crazy because you have good taste. I know. I just have never been in like a... You've never seen a Star Wars? Never seen one Star Wars ever. All right. Well, we're going to hang <laughs> out. We're going to watch I've seen Star all the Wars. Lord of the Rings movies and I've seen the director's, the extended director's edition because my BFF in college uh, made me watch them. Best movies and of all time. And when Sean Bean appeared on screen, I said, I know who that guy is. That's the guy from National Treasure. And he looked at me and he said, no. <laughs> the guy from National Treasure is from Lord of the Rings. I said, no. <laughs> national Treasure is unironically my favorite movie. It's a national treasure. I, I know it's not historically accurate. I don't fucking care. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. Very it's a fun movie. I love that. That's how we're starting the next podcast. Probably Sean is Bean. we're just going to talk about our he favorite movies Ian. for five minutes, yes. and then we'll just launch. We're right about National Treasure forever. Um, Abby asks the moms. Abby asks the moms. Why am I like literally having a stroke? She it's asks probably them, was that full bottle of wine that we chugged before we started recording. I haven't had it. You haven't oh, had you, any alcohol. I, I haven't had any alcohol either. I haven't. We're no, we're way too quiet. When you and I are drunk, we're literally screaming at each other. So this is not we're what? not drunk. Yeah, we're literally screaming into each other's face. It's like a completely different vibe. <laughs> um, Abby asked the moms. Oh, she they, she's asked them to count something. And she's like, "Did you guys count these pictures?" And Christy like is up in the little deck, shouts now. She's like, "No, we didn't do that because you like have employees, so we didn't do any of the grunt work you wanted us to do." And this is so weird. I was like, oh, Christy, is it because you can't count that high? And Christy says that she can't count that high because she went to public school. Yeah. And it's a good thing she wasn't homeschooled because then that would have been even worse. Yeah. Which is just like, yeah, I know I'm a bitch. Also, Jackie, now you're in this. And yeah. And like, what the fuck are you talking I, about, Again, dog? Christy was on one this and episode, And Kelly says dude. in her interview, she's like, Christy needs to chill. <laughs> she's being a lot right now. Yeah. She's very she really combative. Is. She's really being a lot. Um, we see Chloe's solo rehearsal. Abby's choreographing Chloe's solo right before they get on the bus to go to Ohio, which yeah. really sucks. And Christy's like, out. look at my kid. She looks, de- uh, she says defeated. It's like, she knows that something's up. She knows she's not going to do very well. Yeah. She looks defeated. It is really sad. Yes. Um, and on their little lunch, bla- lunch break, Chloe's eating a banana and like a peanut butter sandwich. And she's so cute. And she says that um, Abby gave her a hard time. Because Christy didn't do the grunt work that Abby wanted her to do. And it's like, really, she's like, yeah, she was like bugging me the whole time about how you wouldn't like count the pictures that she wanted you to count. And she's like, okay, great. What do you mean counting pictures I for? have no idea. What, are you, what is that? She just, just does a flex, I guess. Uh, um, the moms notice that. So they have this lunch break. The girls go back in. The moms go back upstairs. And they notice that all of them look like nervous and like unprepared and like yes. kind of sketched out. Abby calls the moms down into the studio again, and she's like, "She, this is so tired and so annoying. She says there's too many girls in the dance, and she's going to make them like fight to the death for it, and the moms are going to be the judges, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and it's just- Abby, who, who doesn't take a single vacation or U.S. bank holiday off from racism, <laughs> says she wants all the moms to pick who's going to get to be in the group number. She says... If you're gonna, if you're a casting agent, 
you're casting a five-year-old, you're going to pick McKenzie. And if you're casting a Lion King, maybe the only person you're going to keep is Nia. And Holly immediately just goes... And Holly's face, she makes the best face. And she's like, great, we're doing this again. Yeah, like, that's all it is. Sick. Cool. She's typecasting Nia again. That's so annoying. I agree. Kelly thinks this is really dumb. She says, because obviously everyone's going to vote for their own kid. Duh. Mm-hmm. Abby makes the girls do the dance. And she notices that Christy's not looking at Sophia. And she's like, Christy, you can choose not to look at her, but you're a fucking idiot if that's what you're doing. Blah, blah, blah. And Christy's like, you can't command my eyeballs. Like, you don't get to tell me where to look. That's not really how this is working. And Abby says that Brooke is a day late and a dollar short. She says that Maddie's not that sharp. She says, Mackenzie fine (laughs) which honestly slay for Mackenzie that's like the best compliment she's ever gotten yeah period um and then Abby says that no one can be objective right she's like the moms you know this is gonna be a really difficult voting process because the moms can't be objective can you and Jill looks at her and goes no right (laughs) it's great that's a great answer obviously no she can't none of them can nope um Abby takes Brooke out and she's like, Brooke, you're finished. She doesn't even really have the mom's vote. She's like, I'm going to have you vote. And then she doesn't because they can't be objective. Right. She... And so she just cuts Brooke. Like, what was all of this about? What was the purpose of literally any of this? It's so another, infuriating. It was another opportunity to pit the moms and the children against each but other. But it's not working. That's the killer. That's that why she keeps trying. It's not working. That's like, knock it trying. off. It's so frustrating to me. And Kelly thinks it's dumb. Because she's like, why would you take out Brooke? Mackenzie's way younger and way smaller than all the other ones. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, it's because... And she says it's because Abby hates Brooke. Yes. Great. Awesome. Yeah, love that. And then Abby tells all the moms that they need to be worried. Except Sophia. Not you, Bestie. Of course, yeah. Loving you, Bestie. Not you. Don't forget about me. I'm Big still hearts, your biggest supporter. You. I have your t-shirt. Yeah. Um, Holly notes the tension over the last few days. Oh, they're, uh, this is when they've moved out to the lobby. They're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Standing at the desk. And Holly's like, Holly the educator, Dr. Holly. The educator. She's like, we've just had lots of tension over the last <laughs> few days. There's just a lot going on. And Abby's like, it's your fucking fault. <laughs> and Christy is like, I stand by what we did. The Savior Tears for the Pillow merch that's behind Abby is and is so fucking tacky. It is she should feel embarrassed. She's like screaming at these moms, and it's just like being the most unhinged version of a human being. And then behind it's like Savior Tears for the Pillow. I'm like, eat my ass. That is so fucking stupid. Well, yeah, she's doing, so stupid. She's doing the thing Ugh. that she is monetizing. She has, like, the point displayed behind her. That's what it is. That's the point of all this rage. But she's the one who's screaming. So it's like... Right. Oh, you're saying because she's screaming, it'll be in frame. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's still annoying. I'm saying... I'm saying... Her insanity uh-huh. is what she's trying to monetize. And the Savior Tears for the Pillow is the insanity that she's trying to monetize. So it's like, it's perfect. Mm. It's, it's, she's doing the thing while the, <laughs> the thing is plastered in merchandise and, and monetizable things right behind her. Mm-hmm. That's, and the show in general it's is her making in- money. She's being crazy for the sake of the show. Well, and she to went to make, prison. That's what all it is. That's all of it. This, that's the whole point. It gives me a very uneasy feeling. It makes my stomach drop. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Um, Holly says that the girls are grateful for the opportunity and for whatever. She's trying to de-escalate. And Abby's like, <laughs> no, they're not. And Holly says, 
you know, you don't really need to belittle our girls. Like it, there's no need for you to do this. And Abby says, yeah, I don't need to do it. They do it all on their own. Christy snaps. Oh yeah. And she's like, you shut your mouth. And then in the next frame, totally fine. Yeah. I think there was some like funky editing. Uh-huh. I think they were like, no, 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 don't fight till later. Yeah. Don't, Sa- don't get mad right now because then she's like completely fine. Abby's like, I've, you know, I've been able to accomplish miracles with your children. Like they're miracles. great because of me, whatever. Jackie's like, maybe we should just stop fighting and be a team. And it's yeah. commercial. So that, that moment of Christy being like, shut your mouth. And then she's just like, it's very weird. It's <laughs> very, very weird. And now there's a commercial. It's very, um, what is it? Like Ew, the, so the so Truman show. Where it's like, oh, no, we're not being told. Or uh, what was the better example? WandaVision. Did you ever watch WandaVision? Brother. I watched a Truman Show. I love that movie. Okay, it's a great movie. I love the Truman But Show. like WandaVision, I don't want to spoil anything, but there are moments when like the reality kind of like glitches out and people just like don't do anything because they're not being told to do anything. Right. And that's kind of what that was like. Mm-hmm. It was just like things were unraveling. Reset. One of the tattoos I really want to get is this the image of the stairs at the end of the Truman Show that lead out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, obviously there's parallels that can be drawn in, like, every walk of life. But it's specifically really important to me as someone who's deconstructed out of fundamentalist Christianity that, like, seeing the door and seeing the faith system that I grew up in and being like, I could stay in this it's if it bubble. works. But it's not working, so I'm going to go ahead and go yeah. and make, like, the, the peaceful exit of, like... In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I love that movie. It's so, dude, 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 dude. It was a little jarring at a few points, but yes. like, I really like it. But Jim Carrey, in most things, I can't stand him. That movie, he, I think he's just like, he gets he's a shit lot. thrown at him. They're like, do this like funny thing. Yeah. I don't really think that's his fault. Because he's an incredible actor he's in that good. movie. He's good in, in lots of things, but specifically in that and, like, yeah, it's just so good. The way that he doesn't, like, he kind of, like, has, like, a moment of crisis. But he doesn't, like, tell everyone to fuck off, eat shit, and die. He just, like, bumps into the state. And also just, like, the scenic imagery of him in the boat and then bumping into the wall is, like, so, like, the cinematography is fucking incredible. And then he sees the stairs and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to go. Yeah. He, a lot of realization happened it's all so in one good. moment. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Yep. Okay, back from commercial. The girls are at the competition. They're walking into the venue. They are screaming. All the little fans are like, oh, my God, screaming. And you can see Abby, like, powering up from the validation of this, these screaming oh, yeah. fans. Like, hulking up from the children that she's always wanted, being like, we love you. And she's like, say it again. Like, I'm like, Ooh. She's like that, so that monster that's smashing the city that gets bigger and stronger as she's, you do damage to it. She's like Thor when she she's like, like drinks the thing and she's like, Psh, another. Yeah. Mario, <laughs> Mario eating the mushroom and yeah, growing in Powering size. up, yeah. <laughs> um, Abby, so they're in the green room. Abby's working with Sophia and she, in the creepiest, creepiest fucking way possible, she says, Everybody wants to be a superstar. Everybody wants to be Sophia. I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> what's next, going on? In the next like, scene, she's wearing <laughs> Sophia's skin. Yeah, literally. I'm like, I hate this. Yeah. I hate this. Creepy. Yes. Um, and Melissa's like, it is kind of strange because it's she's like, it's so weird. It's almost like, hear me out. 
Abby like has a favorite and doesn't pay attention to anybody else except that favorite. And we're all like, yeah, Melissa, this happens every week, except it's not your kid this week. But yeah, this, is, this shit's been going down for years. Multiple seasons. Yeah, welcome on. to the show that you've been on. It's so stupid. And we don't see Chloe run her solo at all in the green room. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. We just don't see it. Yeah. Okay, time for Sophia's solo. The first, like, 30 seconds is just the fastest fucking topsy-turvy turn she is you've crazy. ever seen in your goddamn life. It is yeah. insane. However, to me, I don't know fuck about shit, but to me, it's just a lot of turning. There was just and a lot of And then there's a little spinning. bit of like sassy hit movements and then a bunch of turns. And it kind of reminds me like in like Simone Biles style like floor gymnastics where in between really incredible feats of athleticism, like, there's like these little like moments and then they're like, and then they like sprint across and they like do something crazy. You know what I mean? With like those little bits in between where it's just like, this is nothing. You're just, we're just going from one series of really impossible just turns to the next. Yeah, it's not... I don't know. Speaking of Simone Biles, hmm. uh, she needs to be the top of everyone's pyramid. She She's now the top ha- of the pyramid for the Olympics, bitch. Right. She's well, first she, fucking place. She now has like a, a move named after her. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she's it so is. Cool. I, don't I don't know. know. But I, she's cool. I would have looked this up if she was actually the real top of my pyramid for the sake of the podcast. But she is so dope. Yeah. What a ridiculous athlete. Yeah. She's a it's, superhero. The way that like she just like lands every time and doesn't budge at all is insane to Pure. me. I don't know how her knees and hips are not just like shattered. She is. It's she crazy. Is, yeah. Athletes like her. Well, there's no, there's no athlete like, like, her. like her, but like you see like NFL players sure. as well, or like LeBron James, basketball for example. players. I was going to say, yeah. The perfect combination oh, of yeah. power and grace. It is crazy. It's really, it's crazy. Insane. Yeah. Shout out to friend of the podcast. Simone, Simone Biles. Biles. <laughs> BFF of the pod, Simone Biles, our best friend. If I get cyberbullied by Simone Biles... And die. I would die immediately. Yeah, you would die, yeah. I would ascend. Yeah, you'd just. have to, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't get any better than that. Yep. Um, then we see it's Chloe's turn for the solo. She, like, shakes out her nerves, and she prays, and she stops, and she does the sign of the cross. I'm like, she's so sweet. She's so little. I love her so much. Um, she does her solo. It's way more artistic. In it my, was it's really like, good. Fl- it's lyrical. It's, like, flowing and beautiful and yep. way more artistic. And Abby's like, it was fine. It was fine. What I also noticed right. about the dances, they showed way more of them. Sometimes yes. with the dances, it yes. seems like they Agreed. cut out and only show about 20 seconds Well, this time they only had it. two solos. Sometimes they have, like, two solos, a duet, a trio, and That's the fair, yeah. They but, showed, like, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah, I noticed so that, So we too. got to see, like, you know, obviously Sophia and Chloe, super talented. Slay. But I did like Chloe's better. Yeah, it was just more artistic, in my opinion. Yeah. Sophia's was just a bunch of turns, which is great. It's pure, but, It's very, it takes a lot of talent, but yeah. I didn't think it was as, It's like, maybe not as creative. It wasn't telling a story. Oh, period. So true, Just bestie. do this. You're so real for saying that. <laughs> We're back in the green room. Chloe tells her mom that she thinks she let her down, which I don't know why she's saying that, but I do know that I'm crying because it makes me sad. Uh, Clo- or, uh, Chloe. Christy seemed mm-hmm. like very like she's taken like, aback by it. She was like, what? She, she didn't even, like a lot of the time, they're very much like on the same wavelength mm-hmm. as like mother yes. daughter. Yeah. They yeah, very much connect in. and Christy is always just like yep. ready and yep. down for it and would have like a reaction like that. But she was not expecting Chloe to say that. Yeah. She, during the dance, she was like, you know, tearing up and it was very sweet and everything. And 
so when Chloe came in, she's like, I think I let you down. She's like, what? Yeah. She's like, why are you? Yeah. Very sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. Abby comes back in and she says that the director of the competition is like obsessed with Sophia. I don't know how she would know that, but whatever. In front of all the other kids, nonetheless. Okay. Um, and Abby also tells her how great it is that she can get out of a turn and not like bobble. I'm assuming like Chloe is like the end of that sentence. Uh, yeah. Then there's a commercial. Come back from a commercial. Abby is hoping that the group number is going to be so flashy that they just win based off of like appearance, I guess. The girls with like the hair, they are living it up. They're, they are live, laugh, loving what's going on. And Kelly sees all the girls having fun and she gets a little like, <gasps> like I'm not going to cry because she wishes that Brooke was there. Yeah, for sure. Also, when you, there are visual art mediums where like sometimes you can like judged visual art mediums where you can just like kind of overstimulate the yeah. audience and they're like, what did I just see? I guess it was good. I guess it was good. I remember it. That is yeah. very much uh, the drum core of the Blue Devils. Is that a, wait, was that shade? Do we hate them? We don't hate the Blue Devils, but there were a couple of years. Ghost Light, anyone out there watching hate, their show Ghost Light? All my homies hate the Blue Devils, Bunch right? of chaos. Pure chaos. Oh and it God. won that year. Come and it on, should drum not corps elitist. Yeah. Patrick, if you're listening to that, Patrick's, Patrick is laughing his ass off right now if he's listening <gasps> to this. Patrick. Any drum corps girlies out there. There are none. You're the only one. You don't know that. I do know that. If you're Actually, in drum you corps, please... You can, if you're podcast. if you know what Eli's talking about, you can cyber bully me, bitch. Yes, send her a water gun emoji. Please, absolutely. But yeah, <laughs> no one knows what you're talking so about. So basically, the Except whole me. <laughs> the whole show is just like it's a bunch of chaos. It's just chaos, yeah. It's it's loud chaos, it's and chaos everyone's like, here, Tom. Oops. and everyone's like, oh, I guess that was good. Cool, top yeah. score. And that's what Abby's hoping will happen here, yes. pretty much. Um, Kelly's like, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get Brooke back because all these girls are having fun. Until she had said that, I completely forgot that Brooke wasn't here. I did too. Well, Brooke's not like... She's also, yeah, she's not like super vocal and like right. the center of attention all the time. Yeah, Chloe and Maddie and I guess Sophia are kind of like main characters uh-huh. in this, especially the Chloe-Maddie thing and the yeah. rest are the just kind of... The Chloe-Sophia thing. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. And the rest are just kind of also there. Right. The next bit when they do the group number, they have to roll out a red carpet... Melissa says she's nervous because they have never practiced with it. The first time that they've ever used this prop will be at the performance, which is such bad theater. It's That's literally wild. insane. Mackenzie goes to roll it out and it gets stuck and I can't and I can't watch it and I also can't look away. And she's freaking the fuck out. She's what? like, so we had a little bit of an issue with the wet coffin. It kept getting stuck under the swing. Yeah, she's like seven, so she doesn't yeah, understand. She's like, I she's don't like, know what's going on. I was told to pull this, and then we're good. Yeah. But she's seven and cannot, like, critically think, yeah. in spe- especially yep. in, like, a moment of sheer panic yep. when she's supposed to be performing and everyone's looking. And she doesn't seem to realize, like, oh, I can just, like, uncatch the carpet thing right there. No, she, like, too busy can't- freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. So they get it finally, and the MC makes a comment about, like, don't worry, the same thing happened at my wedding. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, Yeah, dog? And, like, yeah. how do you think that's... I don't know. ...making it better? <laughs> very weird. I don't... Yeah. What do you think you're doing? <laughs> Why are you making this about you, yeah, you literally. weirdo? But then also... Uh, then the kids, like, this This seems like kind of a jump, but, like, if I were a kid and I heard voice and then laughter, I would think I was crying. being made fun I'd of. I'd be sobbing, probably, yeah. Also, the carpet was not worth it. 
Because no. they walk out on it and they, they never touch it ever again. So it was not worth it. The group number, I didn't think it was that great. And Jill says it's not really well thought out. Yeah, I was just like, okay, it's kind of whatever. I didn't like it. Solo awards. Chloe gets third, which they mention is second runner up. Yes. <laughs> I love. Like I think that's second, a great reframing. The second first runner, runner up, up is second place. Ooh. Third place is second runner up. Yes. What are we doing here? <laughs> Christy says that she's proud because she didn't get that much rehearsal time. Sophia gets first. Duh. Yeah. Group awards. The judges, before the group awards are like announced, the judges say that there is a humbling and heartwarming dancer that needs to be recognized. They hope she never stops dancing. And it's Chloe. And she gets the Expressive Heart Award. I am uh, sobbing. <laughs> I have a confession to make. Oh, God. I that shed a tear. Because that award, first of all, it harkens back to, shut up, it harkens (laughs) back to uh, Christy after Chloe's solo Uh and she's in her talking head and she's like, you know, it wasn't the absolute best, but I just love watching Chloe dance because she's so expressive and Uh she emotes really well. She like, she tells a story. Yeah. uh, Oh, I gotta do this again. Mm -hmm. Uh, She tells a story Mm -hmm. as she's dancing. It's not just like perfect technique and, right. and tricks and whatever else. And then this award happens and I heard them talking about it and I was like, oh shit, are they about to give Chloe this like cool award? But that wasn't what did it. When they said her name, that wasn't what did it. It was the camera shot when they go to Christy. She immediately falls to pieces. She is crying. She's so proud. Yeah. And that's what did it because I know that feeling. Yeah. I yeah. don't have a child, but like I've had but as like, an educator student. Yeah. Yes. I've, I've had that a similar moment where I'm just like, I didn't even know that award was a thing. Maybe they just made it up yeah. on the spot. They were just like, so thrilled with how like my kid performed. I was just like, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And Christy says like, as a mom, it's her job to raise someone that she likes. She's like, I know my kid's a good person. And like, that is important. But I really, really like relish the fact that my kid is a person that I enjoy being around. Yes, she's like, of course I love her. She's like, I yeah, I also, obviously I, I love my like kid, her. duh. But I and she says I really like who Chloe's becoming. <laughs> Good on you, Chloe. Hell I'm yeah, dude. Sobbing, yeah, I'm sobbing. And Christy and Chloe are still like hella BFFs, like today. For sure. Like they're still very close. Love that. Um, the group wins first place. I don't understand Weirdly. why. It's very weird. Um, back in the green room, Kelly mentions that now that they're all like back together, she's like, I just want to say that because everyone's back together now that we're all together, we're winning again. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, again, trying to be a peacekeeper though. She's okay. done that a few times. That's true. Episode. Cause she knows besties about to pop. <laughs> yeah. She knows she's like trying to calm the storm before it even begins to brew. You uh-huh. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Chloe says to her mom that she's glad. <laughs> this is so sad. Chloe says that she's glad she got third and not second so that Abby can't say second is the first to lose. Christy, like, holds her and, like, like you know, like, hugs her so her head's on her stomach. And she goes, can you all listen to what this poor sad kid just said? Yeah. She's just, she has this look on her face. Like, Chloe says that to her. She's, she's like, looking, oh And God. Christy's just like, oh, Jesus Christ. She's what? Like, Come here. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. We're going to hug that one yeah. away. Let's, yeah. let's get rid of that. Abby comes in and she says that she's glad that the judges didn't look at all their mistakes stakes blah 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 like whatever holly wonders like why abby is so upset that they got first place she's like why did she is hoping 
or Holly thinks that Abby was hoping they would lose so that she could prove her points. Right. But that didn't happen because they won, right. so it doesn't matter. Right. Abby starts laying it to Chloe. Duh. Christy, in her talking, it says that it's a reflection of teaching. Also, not incorrect. I agree. Um, and Abby's telling her that Chloe needs extra stretching at home. Christy's like, she's a product of her environment when you're teaching her. Like, why are you just telling me this now? Why didn't you tell me this before? Which, again, correct. Also, not an inaccurate observation. Christy makes the, uh, the observation that Sophia isn't her real student because she's only been there for two weeks. Don't bring, yeah, but also like, don't bring her in. Yeah, you're also correct. True. You're correct. Yeah, don't you're fine attack. where you are. You don't need to switch it up. Sophia didn't do anything wrong. Jackie nope. didn't do Just anything wrong. They saw that an opportunity yeah. and they wanted some great uh, yep. teaching and opportunities, and that's awesome. Don't attack that. This is the issue. That's not the issue. Chloe yeah. has nothing to do with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Abby says Chloe was awful. Of course she did. Which she, she was she not. Statistically wasn't, but slay, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then Abby walks out and Christy is crying because she's like just very overwhelmed. And then also Melissa's crying. I'm like, Melissa, why are you crying, girl? I mean, hey, sympathy cry. I guess. Or an attention cry. <laughs> I hope it's not Crying that. for attention. I wouldn't know. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. And then that's it. That's the episode. Yep. So what a what a what sick, a way to I end. Guess. Yeah, why she Christy says, Why are we doing this to our kids? Yeah. I'm like what and then the question. episode ends. For money. And I'm also like, Yes, Christy, why are you what doing an this? Excellent question. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> My brother in Christ, that's about all I know about that episode of Dance Moms. Yeah. Um, I the funny <laughs> thing is, I love doing this podcast. I I know love, you do. You are a slut for attention. I not attention. I love talking about it with you. Oh, okay, um, that's fair. But at the end of every episode <laughs> of it, like, I legitimately feel drained. I'm sleepy. I'm glad we only do this once a week. If we did this like <laughs> multiple times a week, I, my hair would be falling out. Yeah. <laughs> like, Okay, we really got to pace ourselves. Yeah. Dark circles under my eyes. I'm just like, I can't fucking do this I shit. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't. Um, in order to avoid a copyright claim on the videos, because we did get a copyright claim on our first one because we played the songs, which I knew was going to happen. Yeah. Um, freaking YouTube, man. I know. And freaking UMG. It's that behemoth of a musical organization that owns everything. And so anytime you play any music, they're like, oh. That's ours. It's like, okay, great. We're not making any money off of these yet. But in theory, when we do, that one won't make any money because what if, she's already tagged it. What if we're like, this is a song. You should go to Apple Music and buy it well, right I'm now Well, I'm going to put something. the cover of the art for the song that we picked okay. right here. Ew. What? I'm bringing more attention to it. How about point, one of these, huh? I'm pointing with all ten of my fingers. How about another one of these? Why don't you take two of these? Hey, <laughs> call me in the morning. Hey, take two, call hey, me in the morning. Hey, what about this? Hey. What do you know about this? <laughs> Have you seen that video of the two guys? They're like crossing the street and they just keep flipping each other off. Like, <laughs> no, but that's us. <laughs> one, one like does a little dance and then doesn't dance and then. <laughs> yeah, yo, they're just like us for real. <laughs> um. Okay. Song. Song yeah. of the week. All right, so you can't play it, but just I know it. I had a cute. I was actually ready this time, dear listener. Really I have really never so been sassy. ready <gasps> once in my life for this. I wasn't going to out you like that, but I actually also the broken phone screen. Uh, Wait, I was ready. Let me see. It see the the left <gasps> Eli, side. Eli, what happened? I dropped it. 
it has a case on it and everything. I dropped it going into the gym like two months ago, and I just have not. You just right. wanted to use it as a flex to talk about going to the gym. I, I dropped it when I was going to get stacked. As I, I, I dropped it as I was I carrying a suitcase full of money and doing bicep curls while shaking hands with the president. Like, and just like swatting away women, being and, like, and be so, gone, I was, fought. Yeah, hitting a sick uh, 50-50 grind on a rail on my skateboard. Tony Hawk style. Yeah. While fireworks went off in the background. No, I just dropped it as I was walking across that, flat ground <laughs> just because you're an idiot while opening a door yeah it was a whole deal anyway my song <coughs> is i don't actually don't even know how to say i think it's juke but it's the song golden hour i wish i could play it for you I right wish now you could too all right let me so see the cover art let it's golden hour by let me see the cover art bitch j v k e oh jake jake yeah that's not jake that's the one that's like it's the piano part at yes. the beginning yes jake it's like a, a three by mm-hmm. three piano thing yeah. yeah that was really big on tiktok like four months ago actually like a year ago you old bag of bones oh so we're not allowed to listen to songs that are more than 12 hours old correct okay cool yeah more than 12 hours <laughs> what's your old. song um, that just came out no this wait morning. no i'm sorry let me like let me golden give you... hour by jake apparently jake, yeah yeah it's really i i like the vocals he, in it. I no like he's great the flow yeah. of the that's song that's him is playing really the great. piano too For in sure. real life yeah, yeah. yeah he's really really talented yeah i actually. like that song it's a good song it's groovy <laughs> when but the song that i have this week is by the jonas weddles <laughs> okay you as a music theory bitch need to listen to me this song well, i'm gonna play it for you later this is the best song compositionally in my opinion, that's ever been written. Ever. Because it has all of the shit. Don't have like a, a gym from the office moment with the, ew, that is so cringy and embarrassing. I think it has all the shit in music. Stop. <laughs> God. It's, it's giving like, them. okay, that just happened. Cringe millennial bullshit. Anyway. You could not have described me any more perfectly. True. Cringe millennial bullshit. <laughs> Those are my three, three main personality True. traits. Um, it has all the shit in music that I like love. So it starts with like a toy piano kind of sound. Okay. There's like a a sweeping um, like orchestral string section that comes in with also like being supported by drums. There is a moment where there's like a sick drum solo. There's a guitar solo. There's a moment where they do the refrain and they pull out everything except the little bit of the piano. Okay. And then they like drum solo it back in. And then the, the, the piece de resistance is the what? Key change. Oh, we love a good and key then change. And Joe Jonas is just like fucking going in on the vocals. He does an opt and he opts up the octave and does the vocals crazy. And then it, it slams back down to just the piano. There's an airplane sound. It's the song Fly With Me by the Jonas Brothers. It's from their line, uh, Lines, Vines, and Trying Times album from like the 2012s That has era. guys, gals, and non-binary pals vibes. Energy. It. It's yeah. it's guys, gals, and non-binary pals coded. Um, and it, it ends with a plane sound because it's all about like flying and like, you know, being in love and like whatever, whatever. And then it ends with the plane landing sound and it is so fucking good. They only did a little bit of it at the concert because they were doing all their albums all in one night. So they're obviously not doing every single song the okay, whole way through. Okay, I was going to say, Jesus. But that song, 
I used to bump that song on my green iPod Nano every fucking day Damn. in high school. And, like, the main <laughs> character energy that that song gave me should be, like, criminal. Like, it, I should have been institutionalized by the main character energy that I felt in high school. It was specifically from that song. It was it's so good. There's a guitar solo, there's a drum solo, a key change, toy piano, Joe Jonas, opting up the octave. I'm like, it's great. I've it listened to that song forever. all the perfect ingredients. It, every like musical convention that they do to pander to hormonal women, you got me. Hook, line, and sinker, bitch. I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's I love that I for you. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I've got, bitch. I don't know what else to tell you. Okay. That's all, folks. Porky Pig blast beep, beep, through the... Yeah, he, he photoshopped that right there. Through the thing. I don't know if I can do all that. I don't know. Should I do that? We'll just get next time on the pyramid. We'll have a big circle, and I'll just blast through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> probably hurt myself because I'm old. Definitely, because you're 40. Um, <clears throat> Follow us on can Instagram. You bef- hold on. Before you like call me old, don't say it a number that's still like within my age range. No, I want people to wonder like, you're genuinely. You're so ancient. You're 37. Like that's yes. only a few years off. No, that's the point. That's the joke. I'm not going to call you something that's unreasonable. That's not funny. Could you though? No. You want me to call you an unreasonable age? Okay, Eli, you're 25. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. So genuinely defeated by one of my jokes in our whole friendship. The eye from fuck. <laughs> that really got me. Oh, that really got me. <laughs> I've never seen you that legitimately like I defeated to- ever. That was amazing. <laughs> I need to lie down. I'm so glad we're filming this. I'm going to watch that on loop probably every day just to like bone up. You know what I mean? Oh, boy. Fuck. <laughs> so you were talking about healing your inner child. My like inner weird fat kid fucking slam dunking on like the hot center snare. Like this is healing my inner child. So if you want me to stop, that's anti-women. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I need to just have that open and available. Just always, yeah. Oh, um, shit. Dear listener, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Pyramid. Follow us on all the things. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. YouTube. Like, subscribe. Fucking consensually Rate. smash that like and subscribe button. Turn on the notif- turn on the bell or whatever the fuck. Why is it always so violent with the like button? Know. You can't just click the like button. Completely obliterate nice. the No, yeah. You have to like commit Hit it with a, a two crime. by four. <laughs> yeah, you have to run it over with your car. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. back up over it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um let's see, what else? Yeah, Send me an TikTok. email, Cyberbully Eli. Right. Uh, us on Sin, the, all yeah. the podcast places. Everything that's cool that you could do to support the pod is linked in the description of this YouTube video. It is linked in the description of the show. Is there a link all to the my DMs specifically? No, bitch. Okay. It's not. There's a link to... Oh, I need to put your personal Instagram account in the description of the show. Because yeah. right now it's just mine. <laughs> but I need to add yours in there. So you can fair. put like... 
host, Amanda, here's this. Oh, yeah, and also. And Eli also. Here's Eli. At Eli, at Eli underscore farmer underscore send me knife and water gun emojis mm-hmm. or get weird with it. Someone sent me like a, <laughs> a like get one weird. of the, the red mask thing with big teeth. Oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. one is creepy as shit. I love that one. Someone sent me that one, uh, nice. which, yeah, really caught me off guard. Mm. Ooh, that's actually threatening. <laughs> yeah. It's the most threatening emoji. Very probably. threatening aura. Yeah, send me like the most threatening emoji <laughs> or emoji combination that you can think of. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> wow, excuse me. I got that. Late night acid reflux, baby. I don't know what to tell you. Shot of Pepto, homie. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I crush one can of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, and, and I'm just... gassy for the rest of the night. Yeah, I think. It's crazy. Yeah, so I like pickleback shots a lot, uh-huh. but we're going to start doing Pepto back shots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a shot of In our liquor, old age. And then a little shot of Pepto. People... And he, the bartender pulls out the bottle of Pepto, and you're like, leave the bottle, leave the bartender. Leave the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, just leave it, barkeep. Yeah, it's been a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.